So I am going to work on the preparing. How does a generation How does a people How does a church prepare herself in this age with all the cascade of the happenings around the world and the apostasy How does a generation within that prepare herself to go meet God face to face? Hallelujah. And so, I'm going to run through some few visions here. What the Lord Yahweh from His throne has spoken. And then I'll be able quickly to, to anchor down onto the substance of this message. Look at this now. The first conversation I want to present here. At the throne position of God. In the throne room of God. Then the two cherubim of glory. The cherubim. They carry the ark of the covenant of the Lord. And the demeanor I have described all over again and again. How they cover and they bow down and walk sideways. And when I asked, I was told, it is because this is the most holy place inside heaven. They place the ark of God at the throne position. And then, as if a vision within a vision. Then I see the two prophets of the Lord. I see them sitting on one side of the mercy seat. And I see Daniel sitting alone on this other side. And lightning strikes the earth of the covenant three times. And you see, I can see some smoke from the lightnings, the, the dread of the lightning, the dread. And then of course there's so much conversation, the authority, the power and the judgment of God against sin, the three strikes. The authority, the power, the judgment of God against sin. Let me leave that conversation right there. May, uh, uh, January 15th, 2017. This, you all know, has been well published abroad. When the Lord showed me 
for the first time how the church left the soil, left the ground and went up and they had raised me above the earth and they crossed in front of me the huge cloud in front here very high up in the sky and the door opened and I see them in their garment I see them, some of them with children that amazed me but eventually as they entered the kingdom of God the door opened and then I saw the glorious stairs of God so I saw their glorious feet touch the glorious stairs of God the sun is clapping out here interrupt us, interrupt us we are living in such a time interrupt us interrupt us it's very powerful the sun is clapping, actually the sun is clapping out here very mighty my daughter, so give it to Randy thank you my daughter, give it to Randy I was going to come why, to, to you why all this is happening now and so the glorious stairs of heaven the prophecy of the glorious stairs of eternity lowered into the sky and you know that March 11th while here the Lord lowered those stairs and most of you are able to record in the sky so we are talking about a generation that has already beheld eternity you have seen everlasting life the stairs of everlasting life that conversation and the instruction the entry of the church into eternity I am going to summarize them at the end let me just run down and then May 10th 2019 this year from the earth here then he shows me the city of New Jerusalem and you can see the radiance of the glory of the light of that city permeating through the clouds it was awesome of the most beautiful everybody there you want to be in this unbelievably straight straight corridor through that cloud and then at the end there rat I don't know where there rat is then when it has arrived at the end there rat with glorious text 
maandishi tafadhali yes so with glorious text written heaven so i could i bless you eternally so i could see heaven through the corridor then you understand also why the cloud was here yesterday is here now connecting a generation to where the messiah is May 16th 2019 the measuring rod of god in the dream he came and he gave me the measuring rod and that may not be our subject tonight but you all know that that measuring rod is for measuring the fallen temple in Jerusalem the tribulation temple to enter in there and measure the altar and measure the worship and bring correction to straighten the worship to bring God's irreducible benchmark God's irreducible standard to bring it back to a fallen church the tribulation temple but you know too well that right now that rod is already working is already measuring worship in the church and establishing righteousness righteousness holiness holiness without which nobody enters as we go through this before i begin the message blessed people the book of revelation chapter 11 just one verse verse one it says it says this He says I was given a reed like a measuring rod and was told to go and measure the temple of God and the altar and count the worshipers there when the worshiping of another will come into place that measuring rod will become the rod of correction that will bring correction to the tribulation temple the fallen house but even most importantly to this house just shout if i know there'll be a lot of wonders here Oh, the glory is actually beaming here now. See, this is very powerful. This is very very powerful. The glory actually has the cloud. And settled. Oh. There there are two. 
They are two years. Yes. Okay, yes. On the two of them here, right? And one, one of them is walking here, right? So now, so the road of correction. And then, July 15th, 2019. Again, he folded a glorious scroll. And he fed me. And that scroll had fire. And then, July 15th, same day, by voice, then he said, Isaiah 34. And you know that on that day I came on radio globally. And read from Isaiah chapter 34. And I said that the wrath of God is coming upon the nations. Unrepentant nations. And then July 23rd recently 2019 about one and a half meters then he wrote he wrote Exodus chapter 6 dot dot 6 to 7 Exodus chapter 6 verses 6 and 7 I read it now as we begin this message Exodus chapter 6 Verses 6 to 7. The Honorable Minister of State from Ghana, the former Minister of State in the office of the President, I have received in the name of Jesus. Welcome to the house of the Lord. I can almost tell why you have come with the flag to invite me to Ghana. But we'll talk. We'll talk about all this, right? Thank you, my son. The book of Exodus chapter 6, 6 to 7. This is what he says here. He says, There are for say to the Israelites, I am the Lord, and I'll bring you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians. And then he goes on to say, I'll free you from being slaves to them. And I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with mighty acts of judgment. I will take you as my own people. I will be your God. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God who brought you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians. You can almost tell that when the Lord wrote that for me one and a half meters off the ground
writing Exodus 6 6 to 7. This is now live conversation between God the Father and the church. And then you see that inside there, apart from the mission, the intention, like he did with the Israelites then, so apart from the mission and the intention, he introduces himself. So he's saying, I am the Lord. And then he says, I'll bring you out. I'll set you free. I'll redeem you. In other words, he's introducing himself as Jehovah Yahweh. Yahweh to you. Yahweh. Because his name is the Redeemer. He is the Redeemer. But if you read 6, 3 to 5, then you see that he did not the same chapter 6 before we continue from, from verse 3 says I appear to Abraham Isaac and to Jacob as God Almighty but by my name the Lord I did not make myself known to them hallelujah I did not let them know of my redemptive name. Hallelujah. Twenty-third. Last month. He writes this to you. Hallelujah. Blessed are the days. Because he is writing and communicating directly. Blessed people. That is where I want us to begin from. I want now to share just two, to summarize two of these conversations and then launch. Launch today's conversation on TV. Hallelujah. So the first one in the vision of the church appearing before the throne of God. If you don't mind, focus on me a little bit so I can describe it for you. I am not worried about airtime on TV because I will simply continue. When they come back at two, they will pick up with me. That's why I am taking my time to bring it to you sound and clear. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So now, I was traveling to Venezuela. Where is my son from Venezuela? Thank you. Muchas gracias por venir. Gracias. Dios le bendiga. Thank you. And then uh, Bishop Hubbard is translating somewhere, I think. So I was traveling for a national revival in Venezuela. And so I reached Johannesburg. 
And I had to wait for the flight for 24 hours to cross the ocean to Sao Paulo and then make the connection. And so while I was there, the camera crew, this one is somewhere, while I was there, on the floor of the airport in Johannesburg, Then I got tired and used my bag as a pillow on the floor of the airport. And fell asleep on the cement of Oliver Tambo International Airport. In Johannesburg, South Africa. If this if they want to go, their parents can come for them, refresh, whatever. This was Marion who was totally crippled and this is the boy that was totally blind. We are live on TV. Come. Marion that was totally, totally crippled. Toto, Toto was on the soil on, on the on the floor and the leg was dead so she would even pull it back pull it back and the Lord sent his two prophets who decreed healing and so today I found them receiving me at the door this is the revival of the Lord still walking until this day and then this boy was totally blind. Okay, yeah. Marion Taylor, that is now on the screen. That is how... And those legs are dead. You see us stop and lift them. Anazishika Nazibeba. But this is she. Before the Lord raised her from the dust. This is Marion Taylor, yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. And this young man here, my son here, was totally blind. So today when I found them receiving me at the door with flowers, I said, come with me then. So their parents, you can take them now, please. They might need a drink or something out there. Can you be seated, blessed people? It's a powerful revival. Powerful revival. Thank you. Now, you are with me here. I am already at the airport in South Africa. And I have fallen asleep and the pillow is my bag. And so when I fall asleep, then the Lord comes and speaks with me right there in the busyness. And those of you who know Johannesburg, there is every announcement going on like this. So you can imagine. But right there, the Lord came and lifted me up. I have seen the Lord take the church. 
severally. But I had never seen the church when she has appeared before the throne of God and worshipping the Lord. July 29th 2009 That's what I'm sharing now. I had never seen the I speak about the glorious garment and how the garment is glowing lightning like camera flashes. Hallelujah. And I see them worshipping in unison. One accord. And then after that I now saw the vision of the bloodshed come into the Arab world. the prophecy of the bloodshed I said would sweep and you see when it was fulfilled it started from the protests in Tunisia and you see it came Tahrir Square in Egypt then it went to Libya Syria Iraq ISIS came out of it that prophecy was actually part of this conversation and that's why I gave it and then you see after a short while I think a month or so it began but this other part of the prophecy of the church appearing is not yet fulfilled and is about to happen the second one is the January 15th when I prophesied the glorious stairs so you can see that I have centered this conversation on the entry of the church into eternity on the church appearing before God the Father finally to go meet her creator face to face what a moment and so we must prepare them if there is such a pivotal moment coming and today I'm also going to measure very heavy on preparing the church. In other words, how do you prepare a generation to go meet their God face to face finally? Hallelujah. Blessed people, at what time 
At what time is the Lord Yahweh? The Lord Jehovah. The Lord Sabaoth. The Lord Elohim. At what time is He sending me to you to ask me to talk to you about appearing before Him face to face? Number one, at the time when the cloud of God has actually descended. Number two, at the time when the fire of Elijah has already descended. Number three, at the time when he has already stood before the nations in Lima, Peru and commanded heaven to open and bring rain and rain came. At what time is the Lord talking to you about preparing to appear before the throne, the golden throne? In other words, the moment of reality. At a time when he has already commanded the neutron stars to collide and they have collided and shaken the whole universe. And shaken the entire creation and touched the book of Luke 21, 25 on touched it seriously. And shaken the heavens. At what time? At what time is the Lord sending me? To talk to you about preparing to climb the stairs. To go and meet your creator face to face. Can you imagine that hour? You, you really don't want to be left behind on that day. That's why this, that's why this is a very important conversation, this one. This one is important. Because that prophecy is not yet fulfilled. So that when people appear there, you too will appear there. This is important. At what time is Jehovah talking about preparing for the glorious everlasting kingdom of God? At a time when he has already walked into the stadium at Menengai Tree and creepers popped up from all directions. At what time? At what time? This is a critical hour in the church. 
And that's why I'm simply touching some of these highlights to bring gravity to you in your, in your living rooms, those children. Those of you in your offices, I'm using some of these visitations to lay gravity on what I'm about to say here. At a time when he has commanded 87 stadiums, at a time when he has already commanded the ocean to come out and the hurricane went and swept the Caribbean at his word, at his word, at his word, the roaring and the tossing of the sea. The roaring and the tossing of the sea that was written in the Bible. At what time? At the time when I have already stood in the National Assembly of Lima, Peru. Congresso de la Repubblica. In the National Assembly. In the National Assembly. And commanded the biggest mountain on the earth, 7,000 kilometers long. And shaken it violently until the entire Southern American continent shook like this. Earthquakes in various places. So, blessed people, this is a critical time to have this conversation. And he says, Many other things have happened. The pillar of cloud is here. So in my introduction tonight, in my introduction, blessed people, the creation of God, the church, I want to touch on the blueprint of creation. God God created you for a purpose God Yahweh never created you to go to hell that is where I want to begin if you look at Genesis chapter 1 26 27 You hear a conversation within the inner chambers of the courts of God. You hear proceeding, consultation, when it was time to create you the church. And right there you see the blueprint of man. 
He says, Let us, let us, consultation, counselors, let us. Watch it to, this one, watch it to Jenge. Watch Okay, watch your CC. Watch okay. okay, please allow me flow. Please, thank you very much. There are many translators. We are live on TV. You hear him saying, Let us make men. Let us, let us. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Let us make men in our own image and likeness. The image and likeness of God was not meant for hell. In other words, God created you perfectly for the glorious kingdom of heaven. That's where I want to start tonight my introduction. Number two, if you get a chance to go to verse 31, Same Genesis chapter 1 which I'm not reading because I'm rushing somewhere. You hear him saying that when he created everything and he saw that everything was excellent everything was good, was beautiful then you begin to understand that in his plan God planned and created man and the universe excellently for eternity. Can I say it better? For the glorious kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Then what happened? This is just an introduction. Just follow me on this. Then I'll go to scripture. This is scripture too, but I'll read it later. And then, you see that when Adam and Eve are walking correct with God, Genesis 3, read verse 8, verse 7, God is walking with man. Listen to me now. Can you put for me the cloud of God? God walking with me talking here so that they can understand what I'm saying. That was the intention. That walking, please video, thank you. Oh, over there, yes, absolutely. Look, wherever, wherever he goes, God is going. Yesterday. This was on Saturday. Look at this. Whether he turns a bit, God is with him there. Whether he moves this way. Look at this on the screen here. Look at this. The intention of God. Look at that. This is a wonder. Hallelujah. This is big. This is unbelievable that you are, you are the generation that gets to see this. This is it. 
Look at that. Even if he turned the head a bit, you see the, the Lord move. The, Look at that, look at that. Amazing. Amazing. Happening in the meeting yesterday. And Saturday. Look at that, look at that, look at that. Look at that, look at that. Going with him everywhere. Can you now leave it so we have TV on? So sit down, blessed people. So that was the original intention of God. When he created mankind. So in other words. To walk with him. That he may not see death. In other words. He created the church. Mankind excellently. Perfectly. And the universe perfectly. But what happened? Now. What you see happening in Genesis chapter 3 24. When he says, he sent the cherubim of glory. Genesis chapter 3, verse 24, he says, Those of you at home, oh, I'm beginning and your time is running out, right? He says, After that, he drove the man out and placed on the east side of the garden of Eden, cherubim and the flaming sword flashing back and forth to guard the way to the tree of life. So they fall in the garden in this introduction for the message. That fall was essentially the separation of God from man. In other words, He created man to worship Him and go into eternity in heaven. In other words, functionally, 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 was when you are walking with God then you are completing the functional intent the purpose for you are being created the structure God separates from man then you see the dysfunction of Genesis 3, 14, 19 we are not, we are not reading now There you hear. You shall now sweat before you eat. There you hear. And to dust you return. Death has entered. This function. And that is where the church has found herself today. But I have good news. So just allow me to walk this journey slowly. But he's saying that right from the beginning the intention was that all of you enter, enter eternity in heaven. 
Hallelujah. And that's why now you hear the Lord saying that when the perishable will have been clothed with the imperishability. When the perishable again, when the perishable the mortal the corruptible will have all been dismatched and replaced by imperishability. Immortality. Incorruptibility. Then he says, death has been swallowed up in victory. Meaning sin has been defeated. Hallelujah. So therefore, with that little introduction, what is the message then? What is the message to a generation? Before we go off air, allow me read Isaiah 26. That you may go off air knowing which direction we followed. Isaiah 26. We can even read only one verse. He says, verse 20, Go my people, enter thy chambers, and shut thou thy doors about thee, and hide yourself for a little while, until his indignation has passed by. Again he says, NIV, go my people, enter your rooms. You remember John 14? The rooms Jesus had to prepare. Go my people, enter your rooms, and shut the doors behind you, and hide yourselves for a little while. See, the Lord is coming with His wrath to judge the nations for their iniquity. So listen, blessed people. Right from the beginning, you can see that at such times as we speak now, the Lord is saying that right now, He's calling on his people, his election, his elect, and he's telling them, Come, my people, enter into thy chambers. Provision has been made. When you see all these landmarks here, the cloud is coming, everything is happening, meaning. Heaven is ready. In Spanish they say, Cielo es listo. He's saying, But come my people, separate out from the rest. You enter your chambers and hide yourself, shut the door. Why? A rat is coming to the earth. So the Lord 
haven't seen the mega storm the mother of all storms coming he is now making provision for his elect he is born again those that have received Jesus and walked holy and is announcing the way it's always announced before the storm evacuation 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 they always announce evacuation and so right now he has sent me to announce an evacuation why because the wrath of God is coming to the earth the Messiah is coming to take his elect his holy church however for the rest the wrath of God befalls and that's why before I go up there the book of Revelation chapter 18 verse 4 one verse Revelation 18 4 he says this is what he says he says he says then I heard another voice from heaven say come out of her my people so that you will not share in her sins so that you will not receive any of her plagues so blessed people on TV as you go out remember he has announced separation that this is the hour when the election of God the elect must now separate out from the sin of the world and we'll see you when you come back at two but for the rest here you can now see the Lord has begun by saying that when you see all these things then the Lord is essentially calling out his people now he's calling out his people and making them know that provision has been made for your safety that this world in the current form is passing away and so therefore the Lord is loving his people his elect and is asking them to separate out remember the theme of this conversation is the church appearing before God face to face hallelujah and then he says the hour of separation listen people so then how do I prepare America to go meet her God face to face 
How do I prepare Ghana? To go meet her God face to face. Matthew chapter 5. Matthew 5, blessed people, verse 3. Matthew 5, verse 3. Now we are not in the rush of airtime. I, 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 sometimes rushing to catch TV time can be something, right? So it's better just to put the message down. Now we have been set free, right? And the truth will set you free, right? <laughs> I tell you. Matthew chapter 5. Yeah, because sometimes we have to rest with the TV to catch those at home. Matthew chapter 5. Verse 3 says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. He is talking directly about those who will enter the kingdom of heaven. He said, Blessed are the what has happened? Oh, the cloud has sat over the tent. The cloud of God has sat over the tent. The cloud of God has sat over the tent. The cloud of God has descended and sat over the tent. The cloud of God has sat over the tent out here. The Lord is here, blessed people. This is a tremendous time. Show me, show me, Michael. Show me. The cloud of God has settled over the tent. The cloud of God has settled over the tent. This is a tremendous time. Ah, oh, I've touched it. Can you come and help? I've touched the button here. Just show it to them. The cloud of God has settled over the tent. I told you. I began by asking. At what time is this that I'm engaging in this conversation? Hallelujah! Thank you for coming here. Thank you for coming all the way. That you may partake of this visitation. This is very mighty hour. This is a mighty hour. Hallelujah! That is it now. <laughs> Very powerful. I told you. There is a serious moment in the church. There is a dreadful hour already in the church. So blessed people, can you sit down a moment? So he's talking directly about entry about those that will enter the poor in spirit meaning those who hunger for the spirit and we don't have time to go into Luke chapter 15 to define to you which of the sons remained at home which of the sons was really lost
and the other one coming in tatters, crying and entered, entered. Never, never in the Bible do you hear that the other son also now finally entered. Never. This is amazing. The poor in spirit, those who really, really need repentance, really, really need the Holy Spirit. But he moves on later to verse 8. Matthew 5. And he said, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God face to face. Face to face. Hallelujah. So right away, you can already see that he's already defining to you those that will enter and stand there and see God face to face. See God face to face. What, what has happened? How do you preach like this? The sun is... What? The sun is clapping. 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 The sun is clapping out there. The sun is clapping. The sun is clapping out of here. It is tremendous. The sun is clapping out of here. The sun is clapping. The sun is clapping out of here. Hallelujah. The sun is clapping. The sun is clapping out of here. Oh. The two prophets of the Lord. Lord from where? From where? Lord from where? Lord from the sun. Okay, he has recorded the two prophets of the Lord. Can you help them? Open it. Open it. Open it. Open it. He has recorded this servant of the Lord dropping from heaven out here. Hallelujah. My son, Dr. Peter Mai, you can imagine what you carried. This is absolutely awesome. God led you and blessed you. And he allowed you to carry this. I bless you eternally in the mighty name of Jesus. You can imagine the gravity of this. It was a bit disguised in the beginning. But now you can imagine. Can you sit down? It is tremendous because in the conversation, he that speaks with you spoke with the Lord. But let the sun, the biggest object in the solar system, also clap here. And then, it's amazing what the Lord said. He said, but you have the authority, speak to the sun. And you see what has happened here, even in the meeting there. So sit down, blessed people. And that's why I began by asking, at what time is this? That we are having this conversation. 
So he's saying, Blessed are the pure in heart. Because he says, They are the people I saw climbing the stairs, going to meet God face to face. How awesome! The pure in heart. The purity of the heart. The return to purity. In the church. The pure in heart. Righteous, the holy saints. He said, They are the ones I saw climbing up, wearing a garment. I'm going to share here the finest linen. Right and clean, the righteousness of the church. But tell me, somebody, the Lord Jesus, He goes to His mission, He goes to the cross. Follow me on this. And then He accomplishes the mission. Redeems the church. And then, after redeeming the church, he comes and meets the disciples after resurrection. And says, please. I am not spirit. I'm not a spirit. Touch and see. Touch my wounds. Touch my hands. You see? I'm not a ghost. I am not a spirit. And he said, give me some fish, some food here I eat, that I may prove to you that it is me myself. And then, and then, they give him fish, broiled fish, to prove he is in the bodily form. After that, he is raptured in bodily form. Hold it, hold it, hold it. In bodily form. And when you dress back to his conversation in John chapter 4, 
23-24 He says John chapter 4 23 24 And I'm building for you this sermon Systematic, very soft Stepwise, baby steps We are not on the pressure of TV now Because the nations are assembled here This is prime time in the house of the Lord John chapter 4, 23-24 says Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For they are the kind of worshippers the Father seeks. God is spirit and his worshippers must therefore worship him in spirit and truth. Why do I read that? Because our people want to go and meet their God face to face. And the same Jesus, after he's resurrected, he says, Look, I am in bodily form. Touch. And indeed, he's raptured. In bodily form. Then he says, But God is spirit. So, how does this generation go to meet their God? Who is spirit? How? God is spirit. And yet those I saw climbing up had bodily form. Glorious bodies. Glorious garments. Going up. Oh yes. That is the enigma of the moment. You want to go meet God. Whom are you going to meet? And today, I am going to bring you to the throne of God. That we may have some serious conversation. Hallelujah. Stepwise, blessed people. Now, good news first, right? Turn with me to Isaiah 66. That we may see who are those that are worthy enough to be able. To be courageous and bold and climb the glorious stairs and go up and meet God face to face. Face to face. Who are they? Isaiah 
In other words, how do you prepare this generation to go meet their God face to face? Hallelujah. And I know some senior leadership from South Sudan is here. I bless you. I have recognized you. I have recognized you. We will meet. Thank you. Thank you very much. Very senior in the government. So, I've just seen you now. I receive you in the name of Jesus. So now, how do you meet and how do you prepare people? But God is spirit. How do you prepare this generation? To go meet God the Father face to face. Isaiah 66. Let's begin from there. He says, Isaiah 66. One to three. Just two, two, three verses. One or three verses. Hallelujah. He says, This is what the Lord says. Heaven is my throne and the earth my footstool. Where is the house you will build for me? Where will my resting place be? Has not my hand made all these things? And so they came into being, says the Lord. This is the one I esteem. If I were you, I think that is where now my reading begins. I mean another level of reading, right? He says, This is the one I esteem, I honor, I respect, I treasure. He who is humble and contrite in spirit. When it comes, to define into a generation who will climb the glorious stairs and enter heaven and go meet God the Father their Creator face to face when that time comes then you hear the Lord define His election. His elect. He says, This is the one I respect. This is the one I honor. This is the one I treasure. And He says, One who is humble and contrite in spirit. 
Jesus humility. In other words, he's saying he is not going to entertain haughtiness. 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 He says, humble and contrite in Swahili. Contrite means and with a repentant heart. He is already beginning to find those that will go and meet him face to face. Aye. He says, humble and contrite in spirit and trembles at my word. He says, but whosoever sacrifices a bull and is like one who commits a homicide, commits a murder, and he says, and whoever offers a lamb, and is like one who breaks the neck of a dog, whoever makes a grain offering, and yet he is like one who presents pig's blood, Whoever burns memorial incense and is like one who worships idols. And he says, They have chosen their ways and their souls delight in their abominations. Everybody now focus on me. Now I can talk to you. I've reached a threshold level. Do you know the moment when the captain has now reached the aircraft to cruising altitude and then now he engages the autopilot and he comes out to greet people say, how is the flight? How, is, how are you enjoying this? I have now reached cruising altitude. Hallelujah. Now we can engage. Because I was putting in all those efforts, that effort to reach here. In other words, ever since I began China, ever since I began, I have simply been asking one question. That if I saw the church appear before the crown, before the throne of glory, how does a generation prepare to go worship the cloud. I threw it right there. How does a generation prepare to go worship the cloud? To stand before the cloud and sacrifice. And there is no better time in the history of the church. To have that conversation. Why? Because right now, the cloud is here. 
how do you prepare to worship Jehovah? This is not a movie. There is a dreadful statement. When the cloud comes and settles on the crown of his head that speaks with you. How then do we prepare a nation, a generation, a people, a world? To go and appear. Remember, this is God the Father. And already, He has spelled out Ametangaza. Those that are worthy to appear before Him, the ones I saw in that vision there, appearing before the throne of God and worshipping, sacrificing there. How do you tell people in America, in the United States, and tell them, I am going to Menengai, I am going to appear before the cloud. Did you understand? Step by step. And you say, the ones that are confined, humble, tremble at his word. And then he also defines those that will not. Those who will not. Sacrificing a bull. And he says, it's like one who commits a murder. A homicide. Sacrificing a lamb. And he says, like one who offers the blood, who, who, who plays the neck of a dog. How does a generation appear before the cloud of God? That is my mission here today. The cloud you saw, you recorded. In other words, this is the generation of the visitation. And the authority of that cloud are the creepers that walked. The blind that saw and everybody else healed. But how now do you prepare a generation to go and meet their God climbing the stairs after all this has happened, face to face. Are we together? And already saying, humble, contrite, tremble the word. In other words, when the Lord sends a messenger, they run there to sit and listen and take it. 
Let's move on, blessed people. Building on this now. Isaiah 57. Isaiah Verse 15. Stepwise without the pressure of TV. Hatua kwa hatua bila ya ule msukumo na kasi ya runinga. 5715 And he says For this is what the high and lofty one says Kwa maana ili ndilo asemaye aliyejuu na aliyenuliwa sana He lives forever Yeye aishie milele His name is holy Ambaye jina lake ni mtakatifu I live in a high and lofty place Mimi ninaishi mahali palipo inuka tena palipo patakatifu but also with those who are contrite tena pamoja na yeye aliye na roho iliyotubu also with the contrite pia aliye na roho iliyotubu and he goes on to say na anaendelea kusema and lowly in spirit na mwenye roho ya unyenyekevu and then he says kisha asema to revive the spirit of the lowly ili kuziwisha roho za wanyenyekevu and to revive the hearts of the contrite na kuiwisha mioyo yao waliotubu step by step i am introducing you to how a generation can appear Atua kwa watua na watangulizeni jinsi ambavyo kizazi kinaweza kujiwasilisha before the cloud of god mbele ya wingu la mungu and worship the cloud na kuabudu wingu hallelujah hallelujah what an awesome day ni siku ya ajabu kiasi gani the nations assembled mataifa yamekusanyika china is in the house uchina iko katika nyumba and all other nations na mataifa mengine yote and then now alafu kisha sasa the message about eternity ujumbe the end to eternity is being preached ujumbe kuhusu umilele na kuingia katika umilele unahubiriwa can i move on je naweza kuendelea mbele the vision maono of appearing ya kujiwasilisha before the throne the golden throne glorious throne mbele ya enzi enzi ya dhahabu enzi ya utukufu now look at this sasa tazama hii let us read from isaiah chapter 6 and see what message is there for you hebu tuone isaiah mlango wa sita na tuone ni ujumbe gani ulioko pale kwa ajili yenu for appearing going up the stairs and appearing before the throne of god kwa face to face kwa kuenda kujiwasilisha kupanda ngazi na kujiwasilisha katika enzi ya Mungu ana kwa ana Isaiah chapter 6 Isaiah mlango wa 6 from verse 1 kuanzia mstari wake wa kwanza I walk you stepwise I will explain everything to you need stepwise nitawatembezeni hatua kwa hatua nitaelezea kila kitu hatua kwa hatua He says asema in the year that king Uzziah died katika ule mwaka mfalme Uzziah alipokufa I saw the Lord nalimwona bwana seated on a throne ameketi katika kiti cha enzi high and exalted kilicho juu na kilicho tukuzwa sana and the throne of his robe likajaza hekalu I tell you nakwambia we have to talk about entering to eternity In, and appearing before the throne. Inabidi tuzungumzie kuhusu kuingia kwa umilele na kuingia katika umilele. He say, anasema, you have come to the two prophets. 
Oh this is very powerful. Umewashika manabii wawili. Very powerful. Hii ni nguvu sana. He has actually captured the two prophets of the Lord. Amewashika manabii wawili wa Bwana. This is very powerful. Hii ni nguvu sana sana. Thank you. He has captured the two prophets of the Lord. Amewanasa manabii wawili wa Bwana. Randy please. Randy tafadhali. On the way they minister. Na jinsi ambavyo wanahudumu. One this way, one going this way. Moja upande mwingine upande Yamebarikiwa macho yako Kila mtu ataona utukufu ni vizuri kila wakati kuona utukufu. Na anasema the year in which king Uzziah died. Mwaka ambao mfalme Uzziah alikufa. Isaiah akamwona Bwana on his glorious throne where you want to go akiwa ameketi katika enzi yake ya utukufu mali ambapo mnataka kwenda the subject of our discussion appearing before the throne mada ya mazungumzo yetu kujiwasilisha mbele ya enzi in the year that king uzia died katika mwaka ambao mfalme uzia alipokufa isaiah isaiah he saw the lord akamwona bwana seated on his throne akiwa ameketi katika enzi yake and he says na anasema and the train of his garment the train the robe the train of the garment na upinde wa vazi lake upinde wa vazi lake but the temple of the earth ulifunika hekalu la dunia can we just stop there for a moment je tunaweza komea pale kwa kitambo kidogo and focus on me namnilenge wow wow blessed people watu wabarikiwa isaiah the prophet isaiah nabii in the year that king uzia dies katika mwaka ambao mfalme uzia alipokufa Then Isaiah is able to see this wonderful vision of God seated on the throne. Kisha Isaiah anaweza kuona maono haya ya ajabu ya Mungu akiwa ameketi katika enzi. Why in the year that King Uzziah died? Ni kwa nini ni katika mwaka ambapo mfalme Uzziah alikufollow me focus on me face. Munifuate, munitazame uso kwa uso. King Uzziah, mfalme Uzziah was one of the most successful kings of Judah. Alikuwa mmoja wapo ya wafalme wa Yuda waliofanikiwa sana. After he ruled for a long time, 42 years. Hata hivyo alitawala kwa muda mrefu miaka 42. And king Uzziah, na mfalme Uzziah, the king of Judah, mfalme wa Yuda, he was known, he was renowned. Alijulikana, alikuwa amejulikana sana. Why? Kwa nini? Because he had walked in the fear of God. Kwa sababu alikuwa ametembea katika hofu ya Bwana. And for as long as he walked in the fear of God. Na ile mradi alipotembea katika hofu ya Bwana. The favor of God consumed his reign. Basi kipali cha Bwana kikaweza kuchukua ushukani katika utawala wake. Follow me on this. Munifuate katika hii. And then kisha 42 years reigning miaka 42 ya kitawala follow me on this munifuate katika hii so as the lord favored him kwa hivyo kama vile bwana alivompatia kibali he became more prosperous akafanikiwa zaidi very prosperous akafanikiwa zaidi he is renowned anajulikana he is the one that brought judah that kingdom into a height of prosperity to the extent the 
neighboring kingdoms honored him honored that dominion anajulikana kwa kuinua ule mji wa Yuda hadi zile falme zingine zinazozunguka zikamheshimu ufalme wa Yuda ufalme wa Yuda listen to this now sikiza hii sasa and he was known as the man who loved the soil alijulikana kama mtu anayependa ardhi the soil ardhi ardhi we can read later second chronicles chapter 26 but for now focus on me as a man who loved the soil kama mtu anayependa ardhi so he had large farm kwa hivyo alikuwa na mashamba cattle, mashamba makubwa there were a lot of people, people working on the wheat fields kuna mashamba makubwa ya ngano watu wakifanya kazi katika mashamba ya ngano mashamba makubwa ya ngombe and because of that prosperity na kwa sababu ya ufanisi huo he was also known pia alijulikana as the one that built the strongest army kama yule ambaye alijenga jeshi la nguvu zaidi kwa ajili ya Israeli In fact, hata hivyo, he conquered most of his enemies. Aliwashinda wengi wa maadui zake. The God, everybody around him. Wagadi kila mtu pale. Favor of God. Kipali cha Mungu. He built the towers of Jerusalem. Akajenga minara ya Yerusalemu. Follow me on this. Munifuate katika hii. Why in the year King Uzziah died? Isaiah sees the throne. Follow me. Nini ni katika mwaka ambapo mfalme Uzziah alikufa ndio Isaiah akaona enzi? Munifuate katika hii. Very prosperous. Kwa alifanikiwa sana. Very successful. Alifanikiwa zaidi. Then he became very powerful. Kisha akakuwa na nguvu zaidi. And he amassed wealth. Na akawa na mali nyingi. And there were people working in the farms, na, livestock, cattle, healthy ones. Na kuna watu wanaofanya katika mabali. And he dug more wells than any other king. Na akachimba fingi kuliko wafalme wengine wa wote and when he established the largest army na alipoimarisha jeshi kubwa zaidi the most successful army jeshi ambalo lilifanikiwa sana in Judah in Israel katika Yuda katika Israeli look at this tazama hii he bought for them metal breastplates akawanunulia zile vyuma chepeo za vyuma he bought most of them he gave them slings atwapons When they are in the watch towers he built towers the towers of Jerusalem and the walls akajenga minara ya Yerusalemu na ukuta so he armed them with with breastplates na hivyo basi akawapatia akawapatia dirii and slings for throwing from the watch towers na chepeo ya kutupa ukiwa katika ile minara ya ulinzi king uzia mfalme uzia became so powerful akakuwa mwenye nguvu sana that literally everybody in his dominion ya kwamba kialisia kila mtu katika utawala wake actually depended on him for everything hata hivyo walimtegemea kwa ajili ya kila kitu for everything kwa kila kitu look at this now tazama hii sasa then unfortunately alafu kwa bahati mbaya wealth utajiri utajiri wealth utajiri power mamlaka authority mamlaka without the fear of god bila ya hofu ya mungu corrupts inafisadisha all of a sudden kabla binfu seeing that everybody now depends on him kuona kwamba sasa kila mtu anamtegemea then he became proud kisha akawa na kiburi 
King Uzziah mfalme Uzia in the year that king Uzia died katika mwaka ambapo mfalme Uzia alipokufa why in that year kwa nini katika mwaka huo look at this now tazama hii sasa and then kisha when he became proud alipokuwa na kiburi he crossed certain red lines akafuka ile mistari mekundu look at this one of them tazama moja wapo I'm going to read Ezekiel 46 verse 2 but just focus on me now tazama Ezekiel 46 mstari wa pili lakini mnilenge kiasi He decided to hold the the the, 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 the container for sacrificing for instance akaamua kushika ile sinia ya kutolea dhabihu ya kufukizia uvumba He decided akaamua to go and sacrifice kwenda na kutoa dhabihu before Jehovah mbele ya Jehovah The priests makuhani Azaria the chief priest Azaria kuhani mkuu and many other eight of them alafu wengine wanane they tried to restrain him wakajaribu kumzuia but no kwamba la you have lost favor with god hauna kibali na mungu because of this pride kwa sababu ya kiburi hiki and please na tafadhali in any case kwa njia yoyote ile that duty hiyo kazi is assigned by God. Imepeanwa na Mungu for the priests kwa ajili ya makuhani. Bandit, usifanye. He said no, allow me to it. Akasema la, mniruhusu niifanye. And when King Uzia, na wakati mfalme Uzia decided to cross the red line, aliamua kuvuka ile mistari mekundu and go to sacrifice in the temple na kwenda kutoa dhabihu katika hekalu then the lord struck him with leprosy kisha bwana akamgonga na ukoma just take it over there my son they will record it for us that's very powerful we'll share with everybody here and so na hivyo basi jehovah struck him Yehova akamgonga. Haleluya. Haleluya. Everybody focus on me. Kila mtu mnilenge. Focus on me now. Mnilenge sasa. Focus on me now. Mnilenge sasa. Am I going to preach to you today? Je, nitakwenda kuhubiria leo? Please. Tafadhali. We will share everything with you before you go home. Tutashiriki kila kitu kwa I think they already on YouTube and everywhere. But let, let's just talk about this because I am really getting to this. Hebu tuzungumze kwa sababu nimeingia katika hii. Anasema, he crossed the red line. Akafuka mipaka ya hatari. And when he crossed the red line, na alipofuka ile mipaka ya hatari, the Lord struck him with leprosy. Bana akamgonga na ukoma. Look at this now. Tazama hii sasa. He himself rushed out because you know unclean now. Yeye mwenyewe akakimbia nje kwa sababu najua sasa mimi ni msafi. But the priest took him out. Lakini makuhani wakamtoa nje. And they isolated him. Na wakamtenga. And he never ever entered the house of the Lord again. Na kamwe katu hakuwahi kuingia katika nyumba ya Bwana tena. In fact it is his son Jotham. Hata hivyo ni mwanawe Yodamu. That now took over the palace. Ambaye alichukua ushukani katika ikulu to judge Israel to rule Israel Kuweza to rule the, the, the people of Judah kuitawala kuitawala watu wa Yuda but why do I bring this now lakini kwa nini naleta hii sasa because he says kwa sababu anasema 
imbeia baptizo ziada katika mwaka ambapo mfalme Uzia alipokufa Then Isaiah saw the throne of God. Kisha Isaya akaona enzi ya Mungu. Ah. Ah. He say, anasema, that the throne of Judah, kwamba enzi ya Yuda, can never kamwe katu, will never haitawahi kamwe ever go empty without a ruler. Iende tupu bila kiongozi. Did somebody catch it? Let me, repeat it. I think let me repeat it first. Hebu nirudie kwanza. Let me repeat it. Hebu nirudie kwanza. He said, anasema, the people of Judah, watu wa Yuda, became totally dependent on King Uzia. Wakaanza kumtegemea mfalme Uzia kikamilifu. To the extent kwa kiwango that they could not see kwamba wangeweza kuona the king of Judah mfalme wa Yuda You got it right? Yes. Let me say this. Hebu niseme hii. He was everything to them. Alikuwa kila kitu kwao. They are working for him. He's feeding them. Wanafanya prosperity. Anawalisha jeshi la nguvu kufanikiwa kila kitu. And all of a sudden, na ghafla binfu, the Lord Bwana takes away the king of Judah called Uzia. Anamchukua mfalme wa Yuda aitwaye Uzia. And all of a sudden then, na ghafla binfu basi, now the people of Judah, sasa watu wa Yuda are able to see the true king of Judah. Wanaweza kumuona mfalme wa kweli wa Yuda. Why it is in the year King Uzziah died? Ni kwa nini ilikuwa katika mwaka ambapo mfalme Uzziah alikufa? Because kwa sababu the throne of God, the throne of Judah, enzi ya Yuda can never go empty. Haiwezi kwenda tupu. So now, kwa hivyo sasa, they are able to connect waliweza kuunganisha waliweza kuunganisha na mfalme wa kweli wa Yuda That's why hiyo ndio sababu it is in the year that King Uzziah died then now they saw the vision of God for the people of Judah ndio wakati ambapo mfalme Uzziah alikufa ndipo waliona maono ya Mungu na kuona mfalme wa kweli wa Yuda Waliweza kuona maono ya mfalme wa kweli wa Yuda. Waliweza kuona maono ya Mungu kuhusu watu wa Yuda. Waliweza kuona maono ya Mungu kuhusu mfalme wa Yuda. Watu Watu wa Yuda. Hey, hey. That is where I wanted us to begin. Hapo ndipo nilitaka tuanze. Because kwa sababu this horizontal living kwa sababu maisha haya ya hapa hapa there is no generation hakuna kizazi at which it is such a big thing than now ambacho ni kitu kile horizontal living maisha ya hapa horizontal living maisha ya hapa duniani there is no generation hakuna kizazi at which ambacho kwacho the horizontal living maisha ya hapa hapa duniani is so big ni kubwa sana boda ni yuda tasita dia itapakuwa nyie ambao umeketi hapa leo hii that is what the lord is saying hicho ndicho ambacho bwana anasema 
times have changed. And now the vision of the Lord for the church of Christ must be laid open, laid there. But there are certain things that now must be removed out of the way. Every generation has its own version of King Uzia. That is blurring their vision. Sit down so that we continue. Oh yes. In the year that King Uzia died. Then you almost see as if Isaiah is getting his first commissioning from God. What is this? That's way in there. But if you look at the entire narrative, from Isaiah chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3 up to 6, you see that there was a contradiction between God and the land. Ukiona katika kitabu cha Isaiah mlango wa kwanza wa pili wa tatu hadi wa sita unaona kwamba kuna kutoelewana kati ya Mungu na watu There was a controversy between God and his people Kulikuwa constant relentless continuous Kulikuwa na mzozano wa kuendelea kati ya Mungu na watu wake What are some of the things the Lord said that really define that controversy contradiction je ni baadhi ya mambo gani ambayo bwana aliyasema ambayo inaibua mzozano huo haleluya haleluya isaiah chapter 1 isaiah mlango wa kwanza you can read on and on but verse 3 says unaweza soma na kusoma lakini mstari wa 3 inasema the ox knows his master Ngombe anamjua bwana wake. And the donkey his ma- his manger his master owner's manger. Hey. Yepunda anajua ori la mmiliki wake. But Israel does not know. Lakini Israeli hawajui. You can see the things that marked the controversy. Unaweza kuona mambo yaliyotia alama katika mzozano huo. This generation too. Hiki kizazi pia. Sometimes the Lord wonders. Wakati mwingine Bwana ushangaa. What is the problem? What are these? What can this? Ni ambacho hawawezi kuona. What is the problem? Shida ni nini? What can this generation see? Je, kizazi hiki ni nini ambacho hakiwezi kuona? Can they see that the earth has changed? Je, hawawezi kuona kwamba dunia imebadilika? Meaning time has changed. Kumaanisha kwamba wakati umebadilika. The hurricane hurricane the tsunamis doruba tsunami the earthquakes michetemeko ya ardhi the bloodshed umagikaji wa damu the tempest na ile msukosuko what can this je ni nini ambacho hawezi kuona he said anasema in the year that king uzia died katika mwaka ambao mfalme uzia alikufa look at this now tazama hii sasa Isaiah saw God seated on the golden throne. Isaiah akamwona Mungu akiwa ameketi katika enzi ya dhahabu. High and exalted, meaning separated. Anasema juu na ametukuzwa, kumaanisha ametengwa. Totally separated. Ametengwa kikamilifu from the world. 
kutoka kwa ulimwengu look at this now. From, from the universe tazama hii sasa kutoka kwa ulimwengu and then he says alafu anasema but the train of his garment is reaching down lakini upinde wa basi lake inafika chini ah ah that is powerful hiyo ni nguvu lord bwana who is man that thou art mindful of him mwanadamu ni nani kwamba wewe ukamjali you are high and separated wewe ni wajuu na umetengwa and heaven is lofty na mbingu iko juu sana and yet your cloud is still looking through the mass Jupiter what looking for the earth looking for the sky who is man mwanadamu ni nani but thou art mindful of kwamba wewe ukamchali but listen to me lakini nisikize the lord bwana is simply say kimsingi anasema but the earth kwamba dunia and the fullness thereof and everything there na utele na kila kitu kilichomo ndani yake is the lord ni ya bwana and he say na anasema but god kwamba Mungu can never disconnect from the earth hawezi kamwe kujitenga na dunia because on that day kwa sababu katika siku hiyo all of you would fail to wake up in the morning nyote mtakosa kuamka asubuhi you would not wake up because who gives you breath every morning amuetamuamkaweza kuamka kwa sababu ni nani anawapatia pumzi kila asubuhi that's why isaiah so ndio sababu isaiah nevertheless akasema hata hivyo the rope the chain of the rope is still covered the earth ule upinde the church he upinde wa basilake unafunika hadi dunia earth is the house of the lord dunia ni the house of satan he created for worshiping him and the chain of the garment all the way came to the earth na upinde wa basilake ulikuja kutoka sembaka duniani no wonder the solicitation on going ndio sababu yale mazungumzo yanayoendelea all the time the cloud is here kila wakati wingu liko hapa wingu liko hapa connecting to the earth akiunganisha na dunia and isaiah is simply saying na isaiah anasema kimsingi that there is something important about the people that appear before the throne kwamba kuna kitu cha muhimu kuhusiana na watu ambao wanajiwasilisha mbele ya enzi there are certain characteristics kuna kuna tabia fulani ambazo lazima wawe nazo number one ya kwanza they must know that Jehovah is not their elder brother lazima wajue kwamba Jehovah sio ndugu yao mkubwa He is God Almighty, yes. highly exalted. Yeye ni Mungu mkuu mwenyezi, amekwezwa na kuinuliwa juu zaidi. And he is lofty. Na yeye ni mkuu zaidi. And Isaiah said, Na Isaiah anasema, But in that state of mind, katika hali hiyo ya mawazo, they must recognize that every moment alive on the earth is sustained by heaven. Kwamba kila wakati ambapo uko katika dunia, imeshikiliwa na Mungu. Why then would you say the atheist society of america the atheist please 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 ni kwa nini basi mseme kwamba kile kikundi cha wasio shirika la wasio muamini mungu society of east africa of kenya whatever why kwamba kikundi kisicho muamini mungu cha na isaya anasema that those that appear before the throne kwamba wale wanaojiwasilisha mbele ya enzi must recognize lazima watambue the supremacy of Jehovah ule ukuu wa Yehova number 2 nambari 2 but even while still on the earth 
kwamba hata ukiwa ungali katika dunia every morning today only god woke you up kila asubuhi leo ni mungu tu aliyekuamsha and get you prepped na kupatia pumzi namna hiyo anasema that even the crops of the field kwamba hata mimea kwenye kwenye ardhi the crops of the field wale mimea wa shambani whose rain do they drink wana wana wanatumia mvua ya nani whose rain mvua ya nani the lord's rain mvua ya bwana the lord sustains life on the earth bwana anaimarisha anakustawisha maisha katika dunia it was not king uzia haikuwa mfalme uzia hallelujah hallelujah and he says na anasema even the sunlight that the plants need to grow hata mwangaza na ule mwangaza wajua ambao mimea inahitaji is covering the earth with light ni utukufu wa nani ambao unafunika dunia na mwangaza in the year that king uzia died katika mwaka ambao mfalme uzia alipokufa then isaiah saw the lord kisha isaiah akamwona bwana ai how could you see him that far unawezaje kumwona umbali huo and now he's saying na sasa anasema that is robe kwamba fimbo yake vazi lake vazi lake lilifunika dunia ai Let us read verse 2. tusome mstari wa pili. What it means to appear before the cloud of God. Kile ambacho inamaanisha kujiwasilisha mbele ya wingu la Mungu. Isaiah chapter 6. Isaiah mlango wa 6. And remember there are many scriptures I did not read. Nakumbuka kuna maandiko mengi ambayo sikuyasoma. Like Ezekiel 46 verse 2. Kama Ezekiel 46 mstari wa pili. That divided the duty, separation of duty. Ambayo iligawa majukumu, ikatenganisha majukumu kati ya kuhani na mfalme I did not read the entire second second chronicles verse 26 it's very powerful you see the chronology if you have time read it how king uzia from being a favored king he really lost it sikusoma mambo ya nyakati ya pili mlango wa 26 ukiwa na wakati unaweza isoma yote iko na chronicles 26 mambo ya nyakati ya pili 26 i'm simply touching here and there naguzia hapa na pale kwa sababu naelekea mahali fulani so he says kwa hivyo asema when king uzia was removed wakati mfalme uzia alipoondolewa then the people of judah kisha watu wa yuda now beheld god's vision for judah sasa wakaona maono ya mungu kwa ajili ya yuda isaiah chapter 6 verse 2 isaiah mlango wa 6 mstari wa 2 above him were seraphim juu yake walikuwepo maserafi each with six wings kila mmoja alikuwa na mabawa sita with two wings they covered their faces kwa mabawa mawili walifunika nyuso zao with two wings they covered their feet na kwa mengine mawili walifunika miguu yao and with the other two wings they were flying na kwa mawili walikuwa wakirukaruka And they were calling out one another. Nao walikuwa wakiitana kila mmoja na mwenzake. Holy mtakatifu. Holy mtakatifu. Holy is the Lord of hosts. Mtakatifu ni Bwana mwenye nguvu. The whole earth, dunia yote, is full of his glory. Imejaa utukufu wake. And at the sound of their voices, na kwa kutoa sauti, the door posts, simo ya milango, and the pressures, na vizingiti, they violently shook. Vilitikisika kwa nguvu. And the temple was filled with smoke. Nalo hekalu likajaa moshi. Ai, ai. Before we continue. 
kabla tuendelee step by step i said and now we are back on tv hatua kwa hatua nilisema na sasa tumerudi katika runinga and those of you who have just joined us on tv k24 na, you have not missed a thing na wale wenu ambao umejiunga pamoja nasi katika runinga ya k24 mjapoteza kitu because i'll summarize everything here kwa sababu nitaweka kila kitu katika mkutasari hapa say, anasema in the year that king uzia dies katika mwaka ambapo mfalme uzia alipokufa then they behold the vision of god seated on his throne the true king kisha wakaona maono ya Mungu ameketi katika enzi the true king mfalme wa kweli and then alafu he goes on to say anaendelea kusema at that throne where you want to go katika hiyo enzi mahali ambapo mataka kwenda there are classes of angels kuna viwango vya malaika there are seraphim kuna maserafi and cherubim na makerubi those higher order angels hao ni malaika wa viwango vya juu and i'm not sharing so much i know na sishiriki zaidi ambayo ninajua <laughs> even how on friday night after you received me here hata jinsi siku ya ijumaa usiku wakati uliponipokea hapa how this too jinsi hawa wawili walikuwa wanabeba sanduku la agano la bwana i'm not sharing sishiriki then the glory came and settled there kisha utukufu ukaja na ukatulia pale after point this greater detail after point then another step took over but i don't want to share more hadi kwa kiwango kikundi kingine pia kachukua saki kushiriki but listen to me now lakini sikiza sasa king uzia mfalme uzia he dies anakufa then they behold the vision kisha wanaona maono of their true king ya mfalme wao wa kweli as people's hearts were beginning to tremble wakati ambapo mioyo ya watu ilikuwa imeanza kutetemeka wow what shall we do we have no king wao tutafanya nini hatuna mfalme then he says kisha anasema the seat in judah kiti cha yuda can never go empty even for a second hakitawahi kukaa tu hata kwa sekunde moja Then they now see the true king of Judah. Kisha sasa wanamwona mfalme wa kweli wa Yuda. But he says in pastor. Lakini anasema katika mstari wa pili. Around the throne where you want to go and appear. Kuzunguka katika enzi mali ambapo mataka kwenda na kujiwasilisha. There are angels. Kuna malaika. And he says the seraphim. Na anasema maserafi. They are flying around. Wanaruka ruka. And look at what happens. Natazama kinachotendeka. That is a very high class of angels. Hicho ni kiwango cha juu zaidi cha malaika. They are called the fiery angels. Wanaitwa burning angels. Wanaitwa malaika wa kuwaka, malaika wa moto. Look at this now. Natazama hii sasa. They are flying. Wanaruka. And they have taken a pair of their six wings. Na wamechukua kikundi cha mabawa yao sita. They have covered their faces. Wamefunika nyuso zao. And they have taken another set of wings. Alafu wamechukua tena mabawa mengine mawili. They have covered their feet. Wamefunika miguu yao. And then, alafu make, make sure that you bring from Mheshimiwa the honorable Mheshimiwa some some water. The people doing that know how to handle that. So listen to this now. Kwa hivyo sikiza hii sasa. With doings They cut their faces. Na mabawa mawili walifunika nyuso zao. Around the throne. 
kuzunguka katika enzi where you want to go and appear mali ambapo mnataka kwenda na kujiwasilisha the other two wings they cover their feet mabawa mengine mawili wanafunika miguu yao and the other two wings they fly na mabawa mengine mawili wanaruka and as they fly na wanapopaa jeje you can send and sit down they have heard anybody like like my son there can go thank you please don't do this we are live tv listen this down sikiza hii sasa the highest class of angels kiwango cha juu zaidi cha malaika they the ministering angels they minister at the throne wao ndio wanahudumu wana malaika wanahudumu wanahudumu katika enzi and as they minister at the throne of god na wanapohudumu katika enzi ya mungu they see look at this now isaiah sees there are six wings anaangalia ye isaiah anaona wako na mabawa sita with the pair two wings wakiwa na jozi mabawa mawili they cover their faces wanafunika nyuso zao high angels high malaika wa kiwango cha juu juu the other two wings mabawa mengine mawili they cover their feet wanafunika miguu yao follow me nifuate the other remaining two wings mabawa mengine mawili yaliyobaki they are flying around the throne wanapaa wakizunguka katika enzi and they are calling out one another na wanaitana mmoja na mwenzake and they are saying na wanasema let us celebrate hebu tusherekee the awesome holiness of god utakatifu wa ajabu wa mungu they are celebrating wanasherekea the awesome holiness of god ule utakatifu wa ajabu wa mungu they are celebrating wanasherekea the unapproachable holiness of god ule utakatifu wa mungu ambao huwezi ukaribiwa they are celebrating wanasherekea the dreadful holiness of god utakatifu wa kutisha wa mungu look at this now tazama hii sasa they are even not able to address god directly hata hawawezi kuongea na mungu moja kwa moja it's not possible haiwezekani kamwe let me give you this hebu niwapeni hii february 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 20th 2018 February tarehe 20 mwaka 2018 and then 5 days later a second vision alafu February 25 alafu siku 5 baadaye February 25 maono mengine but the one of February 20th lakini ile ya February tarehe 20 look what happened tazama kilichotendeka these two prophets hawa manabii wawili they walked to a place with somebody i will not say please wakatembea hadi mahali fulani na mtu ambaye sitasema wakatembea kwenda mahali and when they were there na walipokuwa pale they were standing right before the glory of god walimama mbele tu ya utukufu wa mungu and then the one on the left began first alafu yule aliyekuwa kushoto akaanza kwanza and lifted his voice na akainua sauti yake and said na kusema lord Bwana you are so holy lord wewe ni mtakatifu sana bwana you are so holy and wewe ni mtakatifu sana bwana both say na wote wawili came live on radio and gave you that vision na nikaja moja kwa moja kupitia masafa radio na nikawapeni maono hayo listen to this sikiza hii sikiza hii say anasema approaching the throne of god kuendea enzi ya mungu the highest class kile kiwango cha juu zaidi of angels 
cha malaika in acts chapter 6 verse 15 katika matendo ya mitume mlango wa 6 mstari wa 15 the highest class of angels ile tabaka la juu zaidi la malaika acts chapter 6 verse 15 matendo ya mitume 6 mstari wa 15 echo says particular ginse para español matendo 6 mstari wa 15 he says anasema all who were sitting in the sanhedrin looked intently at Stephen Watu wote waliokuwa wameketi katika baraza wakimkazia macho Stefano. And they saw his face was glowing like the face of angels. Wakaona uso wake unang'aa kama uso wa malaika. So he said, kwa hivyo anasema, that the highest class of angels, kwamba kiwango tabaka la juu zaidi la malaika, with glorious face wakiwa na nyuso za utukufu glorious feet the glory pours as they walk miguu ya utukufu utukufu unamwagika wanapotembea he saying anasema in the face of the glory of jehovah god katika uso wa utukufu wa jehovah mungu they have to cover their glorious face inabidi wafunike nyuso zao za utukufu There is a conversation the Lord is having with America. Kuna mazungumzo ambayo Bwana ako nayo na majimbo moja Marekani. And he's telling America. Anaiambia Marekani that I'm crying out for reverence. Kwamba I'm crying out for the fear of God. I'm crying out for humility. Ninalilia unyenyekevu. I'm looking for a people that will tremble at my word. Ninawatafuta watu ambao watatetemeka wanaposikia neno langu. I want honor again. Ninataka heshima tena. By bringing Jesus to the cross. Kwa kumleta Yesu msalabani. And rapture in the curtain. Na kupasua ile pasia. Never ever. Kamwe katu. Today did I mean to throw the fear of god sikumaanisha kwamba nikutupilia mbali hofu ya mungu never kamwe katu did i intend sikukusudia throw out the holiness of god kutupa nje utakatifu wa mungu i am looking for reverence ninatafuta heshima a people that will revere me will revere me for who i am the lord watu watakaoniheshimu kwa kuwa mimi ni nani bwana parise conversation kunayo mazungumzo He saying anasema the church kanisa that gets to climb the glorious stairs ambalo linapanda zile ngazi za utukufu and goes before the golden throne of god na kwenda mbele ya enzi ya dhahabu ya mungu and meet god face to face na kukutana na mungu uso kwa uso he saying anasema that there are certain fundamentals kwamba kuna matakwa fulani certain requisites kunayo matakwa fulani she must be whole lazima awe nayo reverence heshima I, i need to move really because na there's no time but you see lakini unaona it is so powerful ni nguvu zaidi that they, in the face of the glory of god kwamba katika uso wa utukufu wa mungu wanasema with our glorious faces as angels of the lord na mnyuso zetu za utukufu kama malaika wa bwana we are not even worthy hatustahili hata to lift up our faces before the lord kuinua nyuso zetu mbele za bwana with our glorious feet na miguu yetu ya utukufu we are unworthy to even show the feet hatustahili hata kuonyesha hiyo miguu mbele zake bwana he say anasema both that appear before the throne of god wale ambao wanajiwasilisha mbele ya enzi ya mungu when you appear 
unapojiwasilisha and all of a sudden you stand before the cloud na the glory pinfuna simama mbele ya wingu mbele ya utukufu you cannot help hawezi but see the unworthiness of man basi unaweza kuona kutostahili kwa mwanadamu the unworthiness of human effort kutostahili kwa bidii ya mwanadamu ah ah all of a sudden kafla binfu you are dismantled umeharibiwa and yet on the earth you were somebody right na ile hali duniani ulikuwa mtu sivyo you go by your titles right unaenda na cheo chako sivyo blessed people watu wabarikiwa he said anasema the angels at the throne malaika katika enzi when they see the glory of god wanapoona utukufu wa mungu it is their unworthiness ni kutostahili kwao their unworthiness kutostahili kwao that strikes their heart ambako kuna ikonga mioyo yao am i talking to somebody je nazungumza na mtu so what is this worthiness but the current church is busy fronting before yahweh basi nikustahili huku kupi ambapo kanisa lilianguka linaleta mbele ya Yahweh where you find preachers in Akragana they preach like this mali ambapo unapata wahubiri kule Akragana wanahubiri namna hiyo pocketing wako wameingisha mikono what is this because ni nini hiki kwa sababu Isaiah say Isaiah anasema that at the front position when you appear you appear before the cloud kwamba katika mahali pa enzi unapojiwasilisha unajiwasilisha mbele ya wingu but the cloud is already here lakini wingu tayari liko hapa in other words what am i saying kwa maneno mengine nasema nini but if you cannot show reverence while you are worship on the earth there is no way you can convince me that when you get there you are going to show reverence kwamba ikiwa uwezi kuonyesha heshima ukiwa unaabudu hapa duniani hakuna vile unapambia kwamba utaonyesha heshima utakapofika huko unaweza kunishawishi kwamba utaanza kuonyesha hofu ya Mungu kamwe katwa iwezi hakuna vile utaniambia hakuna vile utaniambia eti ukifika huko kwamba ukifika huko eti ndio sasa utaonyesha hofu ya Mungu eti ndio sasa utaonyesha hofu ya Mungu eh hey, hey, anasema that there is a certain character can you sit down a moment je mnaweza keti chini kidogo so hivyo Isaiah sees Isaiah anaona the highest class of angels kile kiwango cha juu zaidi cha malaika tremble before the lord wanatetemeka mbele za bwana and this generation na hiki kizazi in lagos kwa lagos in abuja kule abuja in akra kule akra hi god wanasema hi mungu hi god how are you today aniaje mungu leo they want to appear like that wanataka kujiwasilisha namna hiyo the lord is saying na Mungu anasema that the road the measuring road kwamba, is already here kwamba mwanzi wa kupimia tayari uko hapa and is measuring the worship na, in the house of the lord na napima ibada katika nyumba ya Bwana and there are certain measurements 
threshold you must strike na kuna vipimo fulani ambavyo lazima uvipate otherwise lasivyo look what happens tazama kinachotendeka otherwise in Matthew 22 katika Mathayo 22 in Matthew 22 11 to 14 Mathayo 22 11 hadi 14 Otherwise he comes and says this. Bona mi, Rafiki, Rafiki, Rafiki. They were friends. Walikuwa walijuana moja na mwingine. Friend asked, Rafiki akauliza, How did you get in here without wedding clothes? Uliingiaje huko ndani bila pazi la harusi? The man was speechless. Yule mtu hakuwa na la kusema. And then he ordered them ndikisha akawaamrisha time hand and foot wamfunge mikono na miguu and throw him out na kumtupa nje in the darkness katika giza where there is the nation of teeth mali ambapo kuna kusaga meno look at this now tazama hii sasa he say anasema there is a measuring going on kuna kupima ambako kuna endelea the lord is measuring worship now bwana anapima ibada sasa because of time kwa sababu ya wakati he has now sasa amewaona wageni and is measuring their faith na anapima imani yao is measuring their worship anapima ibada yao in australia kule australia is measuring their righteousness anapima uhaki wao and is measuring their holiness na anapima utakatifu wao kote kote ulimwenguni is measuring the garment of righteousness anapima vazi la uhaki and he says na anasema the standard of god anapokuja katika kiwango cha mungu let me put it better hebu niweke bora zaidi when it comes the entry of the church into heaven h e a v e n inapofikia kuingia kwa kanisa mbinguni Then there is an error. Kutostahili katika uso wa utukufu wa Mungu. Let us go back to Isaiah 6 and see what other messages the Lord transmitting to this generation. Hebu turudi katika Isaiah 6 tuone ni ujumbe gani mwingine ambao Mungu anapeana katika kizazi hiki. How awesome a generation. Ni kizazi cha ajabu kiasi gani. The Lord may speak with you face one on one. Kwamba Bwana akazungumze nanyi moja kwa moja. He goes on to say. Anaendelea kusema verse 5 mstari wa tano. He says, anasema, woe unto me, ole wangu mimi. I cried. Nimeangamia. I am ruined. Nimeangamia. For I am a man of unclean lips. Kwa kuwa mimi ni mtu mwenye midomo michafu. And my eyes have seen the king, the Lord Almighty. Nami ninaishi katikati ya watu wenye midomo michafu, nayo macho yangu yamemwona mfalme bana mwenye nguvu zote. Can we stop there and focus on me? Jem tunaweza komea pale na mnilenge. Hey. This is amazing. Hii yashangaza. Now Isaiah, sasa Isaiah, after seeing the splendor and the radiance and the might and the supremacy and the power and the authority of the throne of God. Baada ya kuona ukuu na uweza na mamlaka na ukubwa wa enzi ya Mungu and how the holiest angels are serving and they are ministering before the Lord na jinsi ambavyo malaika watakatifu zaidi wanahudumu mbele za Bwana 
the next thing that strikes Isaiah, I would call it the first thing. Kitu cha kwanza ambacho kinimgonga Isaya, nitakiita kitu cha kwanza. The first thing that strikes Isaiah, kitu cha kwanza kilichomgonga Isaiah, is the sinfulness of sin. Ni udhambi wa dhambi. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says, that when anybody comes face to face with the throne of God, kwamba wakati mtu yote anapokuja uso kwa uso katika enzi ya Mungu, with the glory of the throne, pamoja na utukufu wa enzi, he says, the first thing that strikes you, kitu cha kwanza kinachokugonga, is the sinfulness of sin ni ile udhambi wa dhambi I am starting to get closer to you America nimeanza kuwakaribia Marekani in South Africa na Afrika Kusini Kenya Kenya Ghana Ghana everybody kila mtu I'm beginning to move closer to China nimeanza kukaribia Malaysia Nimeanza kukuja karibu nanyi. Anasema that when Isaiah stood, when one stands right in front of the throne of glory, throne of God. Wakati Isaiah alisimama wakati mtu anasimama mbele ya enzi ya Mungu. The first thing that strikes you, kitu cha kwanza kinachokugonga, is how sinful you are. Ni jinsi ulivyo mwenye dhambi. Ai, ai. Look at this now. Tazama hii sasa. Why did Isaiah say? Ni kwa nini Isaiah akasema? I am a man of unclean lips. Mimi ni mtu mwenye midomo michafu. Kwa sababu when Isaiah saw the cloud and the glory at the throne. Wakati Isaiah alipoona wingu la utukufu wa Mungu katika enzi. And he saw the highest angels. Na akawaona malaika wa kiwango cha juu zaidi. Ministering and preaching the gospel. Wakihudumu na kuhubiri injili. They are preaching the gospel there. Wanahubiri injili pale. Celebrating the holiness of God. Wakisherekea utakatifu wa Bwana. They are saying holy. Wanasema mtakatifu. Holy. Takatifu. Holy is the Lord of hosts. Mtakatifu ni Bwana Mungu mwenye nguvu. In other words they are saying. Kwa maneno mengine wanasema. That when it comes to appearing before the throne of God. Kwamba inapofikia kujiwasilisha mbele ya enzi wa Mungu. While there are many Wonderful attributes of Jehovah. Kukiwa kuna sifa nyingi zaidi za Yehova. For example, kwa mfano, he says he's the compassionate God. Anasema kwamba yeye ni Mungu mwenye rehema. But Isaiah does not hear that. Lakini Isaiah aogopi hiyo. He does not hear compassionate. Compassionate. Compassionate is the Lord of hosts. No, he does not. He hears holy. Holy. Holy is the Lord of hosts. Asikii kwamba ni mwenye huruma mwenye huruma. Anasikia mtakatifu mtakatifu ni Bwana mwenye nguvu zote. While the God that sent us Jesus, the covenant of the grace, he is gracious. Ni Mungu ambaye alitutumia Yesu, agano la neema. Yeye ni mwenye neema. But Isaiah, lakini Isaiah does not hear the highest angels celebrating the graciousness of God. Asikii malaika wa kiwango cha juu zaidi wakisherekea ile neema ya Mungu. The God that sent Jesus. Mungu aliyemtuma Yesu. He does not hear that. Asikii hiyo. So the angels are ministering the gospel. Kwa hivyo malaika wanahudumu injili. They are saying that when it comes to 
coming to standing before God kwamba inapowadia kuja na kusimama mbele za Mungu out of all those things kutokana na mambo hayo yote you have known to be matter to matter to the Lord to be mattering to God Am, ambayo ni muhimu ni muhimu mbele za Mungu yanejalisha mbele za Mungu anasema however on this one now hata hivyo katika hii sasa holy utakatifu holy takatifu holy is the lord of hosts takatifu ni pana mwenye nguvu zote you want to come here na ikiwa unataka kuja hapa holy takatifu holy takatifu holy you must be mtakatifu lazima uwe mtakatifu did you understand jamlielewa standing before the throne of god usimama mbele ya enzi ya mungu but why does isaiah say oh I am a man of unclean lips. Lakini kwa nini Isaya anasema ah, mimi ni ole wangu, mimi ni mtu mwenye midomo michafu. Look at this now. Tazamai sasa. If you read the book of Mark chapter 7. Ukisoma kitabu cha Marko mlango wa 7. Look at this. Tazama hii. <laughs> this is amazing. Hii yashangaza. Mark chapter 7. Marko mlango wake wa 7. Mark. Marko. Chapter 7. Mlango wake wa 7. I know there's 21 I'll get there. I'll let you know. Okay, I'll read from verse 20. Tasoma kwanza mstari wake wa 20. Tell me amen. Mkiwa tayari mniambie amina. You can read the whole but I want verse 20. Unaweza soma yote lakini nataka mstari wa 20. Anasema And he went on. Akaendelea. Akaendelea kusema And he went on. Akaendelea What comes out of a man is what makes him unclean. Kile kimtokacho mtu ndicho kimtiacho unajisi from within out of men's hearts kwa maana kutoka ndani ya moyo wa mtu comes evil thoughts kutoka mawazo mabaya sexual immorality uasherati Isaiah is standing before the throne wakati where you want to go ishana simama mbele ya enzi mali ambapo mnataka kwenda Wale wangu mimi. For I am a man of unclean lips. Kwa kwa mimi ni mtu mwenye midomo michafu. Why? Kwa nini? Because kwa sababu Isaiah already witnessed. Isaiah tayari alishuhudia how the highest angels of God. Jinsi ambavyo malaika wa kiwango cha juu zaidi wa Mungu. They are ministering holiness. Wanahudumu utakatifu with their lips. Pamoja na midomo yao. Before the Lord. Mbele za Bwana. And he made he made him understand. He was made to understand. Aliweza kufahamishwa kusabu kuelewa. That if they can pronounce it with their lips. Kwamba ikiwa wanaweza kuitaja na midomo yao. Then out of the abundance of their hearts. Basi kutokana na utele wa mioyo yao. Holiness cometh. Utakatifu ulitoka. The zeal for holiness cometh. Ile ari na wewe for holiness cometh. Kupenda utakatifu inatoka. And Isaiah Naye Isaya all of a sudden crashed when he remembered alipokumbuka that he is a man of unclean lips kwamba yeye ni mtu mwenye midomo michafu and he lived among a people that have inherited the DNA from Adam na maishi miongoni mwa watu ambao wameridhi DNA kutoka kwa Adamu 
They have already inherited. Tayali wameridhi. The vileness. Ile unajisi. The sinfulness. Ile kuwa na dhambi. From Adam. Kutoka kwa Adamu. So he just befell and said wow. Kwa hivyo alisema tu wow. They are pronouncing the holiness of God. Wanatangaza utakatifu wa Bwana. From the abundance of their heart. Kutoka katika utele wa mioyo yao. And yet for me. Na ile hali kwangu mimi. These are the things that characterize the hearts of men. Haya ndio mambo ambayo yako katika mioyo ya watu. Immorality. Usherati. Lewdness. Ufisadi. Malice. Usuda. Slander. Matukano. Murder. Uwaji. Death. Wizi. everything there. Fisadi kila kitu ndani. So, hivyo, that's why he cried out. Ndio sababu alilia. So, woe unto me. Akasema ole wangu mimi. I am finished today. Nimeangamia leo. Today I am da- I am da- I'm over. Leo hii mimi nimeangamia. My life is over. Maisha yangu yamekwisha. Because I have stood before the Lord. Kwa sababu nimesimama mbele zake Bwana. And my eyes have seen. Na macho yangu yameona. The Lord of hosts. Bwana mwenye nguvu Mufalme. And yet. Na ile hali unclean heart. Mimi nina moyo usio safi. Unclean lips. Midomo ambayo ni michafu. Can we see a little step forward what transpires in that gospel that is preached there and then how the church now also has a platform and a venue. Avenue. Je, tunaweza kuona jinsi ambavyo hiyo injili iliendelea na jinsi ambavyo kanisa sasa liko na njia. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But you say, lakini anasema, that when you come before the throne of God, kwamba unapokuja mbele ya enzi ya Mungu, the first thing that strikes you, jambo la kwanza linalokugonga, is the holiness of God. Ni the awesome holiness of God. Ni utakatifu wa ajabu wa Mungu. Number two, jambo la pili, the light of God katika kuzingatia hiyo anasema that the glory from the throne kwamba utukufu kutoka katika enzi becomes like a torch unakuja and begin to shine to your heart na unaanza kuangaza katika mioyo yote na kufunua dhambi ya mwanadamu thereby demanding a certain process demanding a process hivyo basi kudai na kuitisha hatua fulani a process hatua fulani Step by step I told you. Hatua kwa hatua niliwaambia. Let us see what happens father. Hebu tuone kinachotendeka zaidi. Isaiah chapter 6. Isaiah mlango wa 6. And Isaiah is seated in front of the throne. He is right as appeared before the throne. Na Isaiah amejiwasilisha mbele ya enzi. I repeat verse 5. Narudia mstari wa 5. Who unto me I cried. Ole wangu nikalia. I am ruined. Mimi nimeangamia. For I am a man of unclean lips kwa mimi ni mtu mwenye midomo michafu and i live among a people of unclean lips meaning by association i have also inherited sin nami ninaishi katikati ya watu wenye midomo michafu kumaanisha kwa kuhusiana nimeridhi dhambi wow wow the prophet of the lord has not separated himself nabii wa bwana hajajitenga mwenyewe so by association with these people kwa kuhusiana na watu wake they have rubbed sin on me wameingisha dhambi ndani mwangu. Is somebody walking with me? Je, mtu anatembea pamoja nami? And he says, na anasema, the perilousness, the danger, ile deadliness of appearing. Hatari. Where you want to go? Ile hali ya kutisha ya kujiwasilisha wakati mahali ambapo mnataka kwenda. Hatari ya kujiwasilisha. The deadliness, the danger. Hatari ya kujiwasilisha. Of appearing before the throne. Ya kujiwasilisha mbele ya enzi. Where the church wants to go? Mahali ambapo kanisa linataka kwenda. 
and how there is a process kuna hatua for which I'm here ambayo kwayo niko hapa but the church would have to go through kwamba kanisa lazima litapitia as a requisite kama matakwa kwa pure kwa ajili ya anasema hapa Isaiah 6 I continue Isaiah 6 naendelea mstari wa 6 then one of the seraphim one of the seraphs flew to me with a live coal in his hands ndipo mmoja wa wale maserafi akaruka kunijia akiwa na kala moto linalowaka mkononi mwake ambalo alikuwa amelichukua kwa koleo kutoka madhabahuni akaniguza nalo kinywa changu na kusema tazama hili limeguza midomo yako your guilt is taken away and your sin atoned for wako wako umeondolewa nayo dhambi yako imesamehewa oi hey can i first walk through this je kwanza naweza kutembea kwa hii the, de- the dreadful holiness of god ule utakatifu wa kutisha wa mungu I'll describe this again live on TV today. Nitaelezea hii tena moja kwa moja katika runinga leo hii. The Lord brings me to his throne room. Into his throne room. Bana ananileta katika katika enzi yake, chumba chake cha enzi. And there was a tight conversation there. Na kulikuwa na mazungumzo nyeti sana mle. So the person of the Holy Spirit. Kwa hivyo mtu wa Roho Mtakatifu, a small ridge, like a real glorious ridge, he crossed over that ridge kuna mtaro wa utukufu pale akavuka ule mtaro and this conversation was prepared three days earlier na majadiliano haya yalikuwa yameandaliwa siku tatu mapema he had already told me na alikuwa tayari ameniambia based on the contact kwamba kuzingatia na kule kukabiliana that these two prophets have with him ambako hawa manabii wawili wako pamoja naye this day would come three days later hii siku itakuja siku tatu baadaye And so you know you 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 don't know where to go. Unajua haujui mahali pa kwenda. Because the clock is kwa sababu saa saa inaendelea kwenda. So when the day arrives kwa hivyo wakati siku inapowadia kisha anakuguza. And then alafu all of a sudden standing in the throne room in that vicinity. Ghafla binfume simama katika kiti cha enzi katika katika mandhari yale. Thank you very much for sitting down. Thank you. Thank you very much for sitting. Thank you so much everybody focus on me. Kila mtu mnilenge hapa. Then alafu the person the, the, the God the Holy Spirit. Oh. Mungu Roho Mtakatifu. Let me share it with more first. Hebu nishiriki zaidi kwanza. God is in three persons. Mungu ako katika utatu wake. God the Father. Mungu Baba the one you see visiting him all the time here yule ambaye mnamuona akimtembelea kila wakati hapa and you can see na unaweza kuona you can see that uh, thank you thank you for zooming you can see unaweza kuona that these two have a very tight in fact they take their command directly from the throne direct wow, that's why you see that connection anasema So when he crossed this way the person the, the God the Holy Spirit the persona the one that sometimes sits before me 
and give me the instruction of God the Father. Ule utu wa Roho Mtakatifu that all the time actually since Roho Mtakatifu ambaye kila mara uketi mbele zangu na kunipatia maagizo. Kutoka kwa baba. Thank you. So now. Kwa hivyo sasa so he comes and then he crosses this way. Kwa hivyo anakuja na kuvuka upande huu. And so while I'm standing here. Kwa hivyo nikiwa ni ngali nimesimama hapa. Then now kisha sasa God the Father comes. Mungu Baba anakuja. And he crushes he kills this prophet with his hand. Na anamuua huyu nabii na mkono wake. He kills him. Anamuua this prophet with his with his hand. Huyu nabii na mkono wake. But one thing you realize they don't die. Lakini jambo moja ambalo nagundua kwamba hawafi. And they don't die. Hawafi, hawakufi. So his life leaves the body. Kwa hivyo uhai wake unaondoka katika mwili. And he sees the crushed body. Na anaona ule mwili ambao umeharibiwa. So, but now he can see the body that is crushed. Sasa anaweza kuona ule mwili ambao umeharibiwa. And all of this is I'm speaking there is so much parable hidden in na uh, kuna mambo mengi kuna mfano hii ni kama mfano so kuna much, mambo mengi ambayo yamefichwa mle ndani ambayo ambayo iko katika biblia lakini munifuate katika hii so now when, when god lifts him up he sees the body crush it's like a train ran over you wakati bana anamuinua juu anaona huo mwili mwingine ambao umeharibiwa kama gari ya moshi umekanyagwa na gari la moshi thank you so much so hivyo while he seeing the crushed body he is lifted above the above like above like this akiwa anaona ule mwili ambao umeharibiwa akiwa amenuliwa juu namna hii look at this now tazama hii sasa when he looks this way anapoangalia upande huu he sees the other prophet on this side anamuona the holy spirit anamuona nabii huyo mwingine katika upande huu na roho mtakatifu and then alafu god puts him in a new body Mungu anamuweka katika mwili mpya. Look at this everybody listen. Tazama kila mtu sikize. Then he crosses to this side where God the Holy Spirit is. There is, there is a kind of a pulpit is round like this. Kisha anavuka upande umali ambapo Mungu yuko Roho Mtakatifu yuko na kuna kitu kama madhabahu namna hii. Roho Mtakatifu yuko pale na yule nabii wa pili tafadhali Roho Mtakatifu yuko pale na yule nabii mwingine. Thank you very much. This is very sensitive please make sure you translate it right. So he crosses over this way. Kisha anavuka upande mwingine. And when he crosses this way now the two are this way. Then God the Holy Spirit stands before the, the two like this. Na anapovuka upande huu mahali ambapo kuna nabii huyo mwingine kisha Roho Mtakatifu anasimama namna hii. Mbele zao. Mbele zao. And then he says. Alafu anasema. From today on. Kuanzia leo na kuendelea. The Holy Spirit is your only witness. Roho mtakatifu ndiye shahidi wako wa kipekee. So, so hivyo that is what happens there. Hicho ndicho kinachotendeka pale. And then the voice of God the Father says. Kisha sauti ya Mungu Baba inasema from today on. Kuanzia leo na kuendelea. All your sin and guilt has been taken away forever. Dhambi zako zote na makosa imeondolewa kutoka kwako so, if you listen a bit. So ikuisikiza zaidi What Isaiah goes through here? Kile ambacho Isaiah anapitia hapa. I am very familiar with this. Nimezoelea hii. That is the only way you can stand before the Lord. Hiyo ndio njia ya pekee ambayo unaweza kusimama mbele za Bwana. Isaiah, Isaiah. He says, anasema, Woe unto me. Ole wangu mimi. For I am a man of unclean lips. Kwa kuwa mimi ni mtu mwenye midomo michafu. And my eyes are beheld the king the lord of hosts 
na macho yangu yamemwona mfalme bwana wa mwenye nguvu zote and then in that broken state ruined state i am ruined katika hiyo hali ya kuangamia hali ya kuisha hali ya kuangamia nimeangamia mimi then one of the seraphim one of the seraphs kisha moja wapo ya maserafi now flies to him sasa anapaa kuja kwake having taken a tongue a tongue akiwa amechukua kaa for holding akiwa amechukua koleo la kushika and he touches from the altar of the lord hot coal glowing hot na anaguza anachukua kutoka katika madhabahu ya bwana lile kaa la moto hot coal lile kaa la moto and he flies to him na anapana kurukaruka kwenda kwake and he reaches him na kumfikia and he uses it to touch his tongue touch touch his lips touch his mouth na anaitumia kuguza midomo yake kuguza mdomo wake and he says na anasema look tazama this has touched your mouth hii imeguza mdomo wako look tazama this has touched your lips hii imeguza midomo yako then he says kisha anasema now you are sin and guilt sasa dhambi yako na makosa has been taken away forever imeondolewa kutoka kwako milele so before the throne kwa hivyo mbele ya enzi isaiah is saying isaiah anasema that there are ministering angels there kuna malaika wanaohudumu pale who are also the purification angels of god ambao pia ni malaika wa utakaso wa mungu and he says anasema when you are ruined alipokuwa ameangamia and finished na amekwisha then they come kisha wanakuja and they na wanahubiri injili and they go to the altar na wanaenda kwa madhabahu and they take hot coal na wanachukua kala moto they take a sacrifice wanachukua dhabihu for atoning sin kwa ali kwa ali kwa ajili ya ondoleo la dhambi na katika hayo madhabahu you and i wewe na mimi you know which sacrifice was offered mnajua ni dhabihu gani iliyotolewa ambayo inaweza kuondoa dhambi za mwanadamu and the ministry angel of the lord na malaika wa kuhudumu wake bwana wanachukua damu na kuguza midomo wanasema dhambi yako imeondolewa sasa unaweza kujiwasilisha sasa unaweza kusimama Now you can appear. Sasa unaweza kujiwasilisha. Kwa hivyo Isaiah anaona tukio la kipekee. And he sees the ministering angels of God. Na anaona malaika wa kuhudumu wa Mungu. For you that want to enter there. Kwenye nyinyi ambao mnataka kuingia pale. The title is kichwa ni the entry of the church into heaven kuingia kwa kanisa kwenda mbinguni and when you enter heaven na utakapoingia mbinguni you will appear direct utajiwasilisha moja kwa moja the throne of god mbele ya enzi la mungu and isaiah says na isaiah anasema but when he appears there kwamba anapojiwasilisha pale then the ministering angels call the seraphim basi malaika wanaohudumu wanaoitwa maserafi they begin to preach a gospel of repentance of forgiveness of mercy purification transformation holiness utakatifu the people that want to go there kwa watu ambao wanataka kuingia pale i am only addressing myself to the church that wants to enter ninaongea tu na kanisa ambalo linataka kuingia they are preaching the pardon the doctrine of pardon wanahubiri injili ya msamaha that christ brought ambayo kristo alileta 
because you know the kwa sababu mnajua fika vyema kabisa ndio ambayo ilimwagika haleluya haleluya kwa hivyo Isaia anasema that if you want to be the church kwamba ikiwa kuwa kanisa kuteule that go and appear ambaye anaenda na kujiwasilisha that i saw climbing up ambaye nilimuona akipanda juu saying akisema Swahili katika Swahili leo ni leo leo ni leo saying akisema that today is today kwamba leo ni leo today i must see my maker face to face leo lazima nimuone mumbaji wangu uso kwa uso ana kwa ana if you want to be that church say na unataka kama unataka kwa hilo kanisa anasema number one jambo la kwanza you must realize lazima ugundue the sinfulness of sin ile udhambi wa dhambi number two jambo la pili the awesome holiness of god ule utakatifu wa ajabu wa mungu the unapproachable holiness ule utakatifu ambao uwezi kuendea wao the seraphim kama they preach wale ambao maserafi wanafunika nyuzo zao number 3 jambo la tatu you must realize lazima ugundue that no amount of human effort kwamba hakuna kiwango cha bidii ya kibinadamu can deliver you there inaweza kukukombao in other words maneno mengine you must embrace the sacrifice of the messiah lazima ukumbatie dhabihu ya mesia and accept it na uikubali look at this now tazama hii sasa the ministering angels wale malaika wanaotoka walichukua na kolea the efficacy of the blood of jesus it is too hot for the angels je wewe unaweza kuanzia jinsi hiyo damu ya Yesu ilivyo moto sana ni moto sana kwa malaika effectiveness ile ubora wake efficacy ile ubora wake effectiveness ile ubora wake the blood of Jesus kwa damu ya Yesu it is too hot ni moto sana the millions cannot touch their hands kwamba wale malaika wana huduma hawezi kuguswa na mikono yao and when he prints he cannot burn you he just touch your lips he did not say look this has burnt your lips no he just touch na anapoeleka hawezi kuteketeza mdomo wake anaiguzisha kwa midomo yako anasema for you to be able to stand wako wewe kuweza kusimama before the dreadful throne of god mbele ya enzi ya kutisha ya mungu where the cloud is mali ambapo wingu liko anasema there is a certain sacrifice kuna dhabihu fulani there is one sacrifice unayo dhabihu moja that i'm going to read in hebrews chapter 9 which used to be offered every year ambayo ilikuwa inatolewa kila mwaka akasema jia haikuwa imefunguliwa anasema sizungumzi kuhusu hiyo ninazungumzia kuhusu ubora udhabiti wa ile dhabihu katika kutekeleza anasema anazungumzia kuhusu one sacrifice sabiu moja of the lamb ya mwana kondoo that was offered iliyotolewa once for all mara moja na kwa wote that when he touch a man kwamba inapoguza mwanadamu transform him totally inambadilisha kweli kweli such that in kiasi kwamba the devil can't even recognize him shetani hataweza kumtambua any longer tena he come through the door Vitia kupitia kwa mlango. He stands there. Anasimama pale. He looks for him. Na kumtafuta. Cannot see him. Hawezi kumuona. 
But the ministering angels They are ministering pardon here Forgiveness Repentance Grace Mercy Right here They touch They touch him And then Somebody that was already ruined Because he knows the reason of his heart Now
Asante sana hiki ndicho kiti chako kiswangu. Asante sana. Thank you. Asante. Do you understand blessed people? Jemnaelewa watu wabarikiwa. He say, anasema, that there are certain requisites. Kwamba kuna matakwa fulani. But there is a certain preparation. Kwamba kuna maandalizi fulani. A requirement the church needs to go through. Mahitaji ambayo kanisa inapaswa kuyapitia. Before she can appear. Kabla ya kujiwasilisha. He say, anasema, preparation maandalizi is actually better than the day of rapture. But ni bora kuliko siku ya unyakuzi. He say, anasema, that if you prepare well, kwamba ikiwa mtajiandaa vyema, then now it does not matter. Basi sasa haijalishi. Once you walk in holiness, ukishatembea tu kwa utakatifu, and righteousness, na uhaki, then it does not matter whether you die before the rapture. Basi haijalishi iwe utakufa kabla ya unyakuzi. Or whether the rapture comes before you die. Ama unyakuzi utakuja kabla ufe. But he say, lakini anasema, that at the throne position kamba katika mahali pa enzi there is a requisite purification kuna mahitaji ya utakaso and you can see na unaweza kuona that the purification of Isaiah kwamba utakaso wa Isaiah is not something that Isaiah thought about so he said I want to execute si kitu ambacho Isaiah alifikiria na akasema nataka kutekeleza it is something that was the prerogative of God himself ilikuwa katika uamuzi wa Mungu mwenyewe and you, are, you see na unaona that the lord kwamba bwana had to commune commune with isaiah ilibidi azungumuze na isaiah divine communication azungumuze ya kiungo kama ikiwa kuna mtu yote also wants to climb the glorious stairs ambaye pia anataka kupanda ngazi za utukufu and enter heaven na kuingia mbinguni purified of their sins kutakaswa dhambi zao and appear before the throne na kujiwasilisha mbele ya enzi anasema communication with god mazungumzo pamoja mazungumzo na mungu and he says na anasema only those that realize the burden of their sin ni wale tu wanaogundua mzigo wa dhambi yao hey what a gospel ni injili kiasi gani hii what a gospel ni injili kiasi gani hii hey The cloud is here. Wingu liko hapa. So let the gospel be strong. Waiba wacha injili iwe ya nguvu. This generation has seen the cloud. Hiki kizazi kimeliona wingu. So let the gospel measure. Measure to the cloud. Basi wacha injili ipimane ilingane na hiyo wingu. Anasema, look at the conversation between Isaiah and the Lord. Tazama mazungumzo kati ya Isaiah na Mungu. Why why unto me? Ole wangu mimi. I have come here. Nimekuja hapa. A sinful man. Mtu mwenye dhambi. I am ruined. I'm dead here. Nimeangamia nimekufa hapa. Because I am sinful. Kwa sababu mimi ni mwenye dhambi. And yet my sinful eyes have beheld the king. Na ile hali macho yangu yenye dhambi yameona mfalme. Not king Uzia. Sio mfalme Uzia. I have seen the king of Judah. Nimemwona mfalme wa Yuda. I have seen the lion of Judah. Nimemwona simba wa kabila la Yuda. I have seen the king of kings. Nimemwona mfalme wa wafalme. I am finished. Nimekwisha. He says. Anasema. And then na ile alafu. Based on that. Kuzingatia na hiyo. The purification takes place utakaso unafanyika. Meaning, kumaanisha. The 
based on the burden of your sin how burdened you are kuzingatia na uzito wa dhambi yako how sorrowful you feel about your sin jinsi ambavyo unaishi huzuni kuhusiana na dhambi yako how sad jinsi ambavyo uko na uzuni how ruined you feel your sin committed to you unaishi kwamba umekwisha ufanyaji jinsi ambavyo umeangamia I'm not talking about a complacent church. Ah, no. I'm not talking about complacency. No, 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 no. I'm talking about a church that has sensitivity to sin. Ambalo liko na umakinifu kwa dhambi. Liko na umakinifu kwa dhambi. She is crushed by her sin. She prevails Then unto the church. Alafu kwa hilo kanisa, he brings forgiveness. Analeta msamaha and purification. Na utakaso. Can you sit down a moment? Je, mnaweza keti chini kiasi? Look at what happened to Isaiah. Tazama kilichomtendekea Isaiah. Before the throne of God. Mbele ya enzi ya Mungu. He says, Anasema, verse 8. Mstari wa 8. After he has gone through this near death experience. Baada ya kupitia tukio hili la kufisha. Karibu kukufa huko. Karibu kukufa huko. Verse 8. Mstari wa 8. Isaiah chapter 6. Isaiah mlango wa 6. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Kisha nikasikia sauti ya Bwana ikisema, Whom shall I send? Ni mtume nani? And who will go for us? Who is God's counselor? Ni nani ambaye ni mshauri wa Mungu? Who gives counsel to God? Nani anayempatia ushauri Mungu? Whom does the Lord consult for counsel? Ni nani ambaye Mungu anamwomba ushauri? He can only consult God the Son and God the Holy Spirit. Anaweza kushauri. Having a divine conversation proceeding in the inner courts, inner chambers of the Lord. Anaweza tu kuomba ushauri kwa Mungu Mwana ama Mungu Roho Mtakatifu. Kwa hivyo kuna majadiliano yanayoendelea katika nyua za ndani. Within the inner chambers katika nyua za ndani of the courts of the throne of God. Za mahakama ya enzi ya Mungu. And he has taken me inside the throne of God. Na amenipeleka ndani ya enzi ya Mungu. So there is so much that is not being said here. Kuna mengi sana ambayo hayasemwi hapa. But look at this now. Lakini tazama hii sasa. Then he says. Kisha asema Isaiah is ruined. Isaiah ameangamia. The seraphim has come one of them. Seraphim moja wapo wamekuja. And he has touched the blood of the sacrifice. Na amekusa damu ya dhabihu. The fire moto of the blood of Jesus ya damu ya Yesu and he has touched his lips na amekuza midomo yake and touched his heart na kuguza moyo wake na kuosha moyo wake na kuosha moyo wake he touched his lips akaguza midomo yake and touched his heart na kuguza moyo wake after that look at this down na baada ya hiyo tazama hii sasa now sasa Isaiah is here but Nobody is talking to him. Isaiah yuko hapa lakini hakuna mtu anayezungumza naye. There is a conversation, a divine proceeding going on inside the throne. Kuna mazungumzo you want to appear before. Ya kiungo ambayo yanaendelea katika enzi mali ambapo unataka kujiwasilisha. I think this title should read. Ninafikiria wakati wakati unapaswa kusoma. The church is standing before the throne of God. That is what this title should read. Hii mada inapaswa kuwa kusimama mbele ya enzi ya Mungu. Because he's saying, kwa sababu anasema, he then hears proceeding inside. Kisha anasikia kuendelea kwa mazungumzo mlendani. And inside there, na mlendani, he hears God the 
Father make a consultation. Anasikia Mungu Baba akiofanya ushauri. He is able to hear. Anaweza kusikia. Do you know the way sometimes you go on radio? Je, unajua wakati mwingine vile ambavyo unakwenda kupitia masafa radio? You go on radio and you do an interview a talk show unapoenda kwenye masafa radio na unafanya mazungumzo mahojiano mnaongea mmoja na mwingine live on radio in the studio moja kwa moja katika radio katika studio but you are not actually talking to you lakini hata hivyo hauongei na wasikilizaji unasema unafikiria nini kuhusiana na mtembeleo huu i think it calls for repentance They are, they are uh, blessing mimi, a listener. So, there is a divine holy proceeding going on in the inner chambers. Hivyo basi kuna mazungumzo matakatifu yanaendelea katika nyua za ndani takatifu zaidi. And Isaiah is able to hear. Na Isaiah anaweza kusikia. He is the target remember. Yeye ndiye lengo kumbuka. And hear the whole salvation. Na anasikia ni nani nitakayemtuma. Who will go for us? Ni nani atakayeenda kwa sababu yetu? God the Father. Mungu Baba, taking counsel from God the Son. Akitafuta ushauri kutoka kwa Mungu Mwana. And God the Holy Spirit. Naye Mungu Roho Mtakatifu. And there is a proceeding. Na kunayo mazungumzo. In the upper chambers of justice. Katika nyua za juu za haki. Then this is what Isaiah having heard, he responds. Hii kindicho ambacho Isaya aliitikia baada ya kusikia. Isaiah says. Isaiah anasema again Atena. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? And I said Here am I Mimi hapa. Send me Nitume mimi. And God said But first of all How do you come From where you are totally ruined? Unatokaje kutoka mahali ambapo umeangamia kabisa kabisa? Do you see the efficacy of the sacrifice? Je, unaona ule ubora wa dhabiu? The strength of the sacrifice of the blood of Jesus. Ile nguvu ya dhabiu ya damu ya Yesu. He did not offer it once a year. Hakuitoa mara moja kwa mwaka. On Yom Kippur, katika Yom Kippur. But he offered it once forever. Lakini aliitoa mara moja milele. And he is still cleaning out sin. Na bado anasafisha dhambi zetu. And purifying man. Na kumsafisha mwanadamu. Eternally. Milele. For the kingdom. Kwa ajili ya ufalme. Can you imagine? Hebu unaweza kuwazia. What manner of sacrifice is this? Ni aina gani ya dhabiu hii? One minute you are ruined. Dakika moja umeangamia. For appearing before the throne. Kwa kujiwasilisha mbele ya Yehova. You are ruined. Umeangamia. And the other minute. Alafu dakika nyingine. After the atoning sacrifice. Baada ya dhabiu ya ondoleo la dhambi. He touch your lips. Anakuza midomo yako. And pass your sin. Na kuosha dhambi zako. And then now. Alafu sasa. Lord bana here am i niko hapa please send me tafadhali nitume mimi how do you get that level of empowerment even the courage to speak to god when the seraphim cannot unapataje hiyo ujasiri ya kuweza hata kuzungumza na mungu wakati ambapo maserafi hata wawezi
Now he can talk to God. Sasa he can stand and speak back. Anaweza kusimama na kuzungumza na kujibu. What manner of sacrifice? Ni aina gani ya dhabihu? The efficacy, the effectiveness, ule ubora, power, nguvu of the sacrifice of Jesus. Ya dhabihu ya Yesu. In achieving his purpose. Katika kutekeleza kusudi lake. In the life of mortal man. Katika maisha ya mwanadamu wakufa. Hey, hey. Can you sit down a moment? Je, mnaweza keti chini kidogo? This is big. Hii ni kubwa. Appearing before the throne of God. Kuje wasilisha mbele ya enzi ya Mungu. Is not a joke. Sio muzaha. Hey, hey. There is a process. Unayo hatua of purification ya utakaso that the church ambayo kanisha must go through lazima ipitie and the ministering angels of the lord the seraphim na malaika wanaohudumu wa bwana maserafim they are ministering here wanaohudumu hapa the holiness of god utakatifu wa mungu the righteousness of god haki wa mungu right standing with god kusimama sawa na mungu from sin toba kutoka kwa dhambi unworthiness of man kutostahili kwa mwanadamu the loftiness of god ule ukuu wa mungu the sustenance of the earth ule. by supreme god kule kusikiliwa kwa dunia na ukuu wa mungu even the air we breathe hata pumzi ama hewa ambayo tunapumua the crop we eat every season ile mimea macho vyakula na kula kila wakati whose rain waters them ni mvua ya nani mvua ya yoba why isaiah sees the rain of the garment touching the earth yes, the lord god separated from the earth but does not disconnect from the earth ndipo um, isaiah aliona upinde wa vazi lake inagusa hadi katika dunia ukuu wa mungu mungu ambaye ametengwa na ulimwengu ambaye yako mbali na dunia lakini hajajitenga na dunia the lofty god mungu wa juu zaidi separated from the earth aliyetengwa kutoka kwa dunia and yet na ile hali not disconnected hajajitenganisha kikamilifu na mwanadamu no wonder you see the cloud ndio sababu unaona wingu connecting this generation kuunganisha kizazi hiki all the time kila wakati telling them akiwaambia it is he ni yeye it is he ni yeye those two hao wawili they are the ones that connect you hao ndio ambao wanaunganisha ninyi to the glorious kingdom of the messiah kwa ufalme wa utukufu wa messiah that the generation kwamba kizazi may return ikipate kurudi and so na hivyo from a place where you are worthy and ruined kutoka mahali ambapo ustahili na umeangamia there you go as a church hapo waondoka kama kanisa he says the requisites anasema mahitaji repentance toba forgiveness msamaha pardon mercy msamaha na rehema and now na sasa Isaiah is able to stand Isaiah, and engage engage with God Isaiah anaweza kusimama na kuzungumza na Mungu and when he does engage with God na anapozungumza na Mungu he say lord anasema bwana it is me ni mimi send me nitume mimi now sasa 
anasema that nobody can ever be sent of god hakuna mtu kama atakayetumwa na mungu unless number one itapokuwa nambari moja you are able to realize unaweza kugundua the sinfulness of sin ile hali ya udhambi wa dhambi number two nambari mbili be able to realize kuweza kugundua the unworthiness of man kutostahili kwa mwanadamu number three nambari tatu be able to protect uweze kushiriki of the atoning sacrifice of jesus ya tabiu ya unaweza kusimama mbele za Bwana na kuzungumza na Mungu ni kupitia tu Kristo alafu nambari pili kwa njia hiyo unaweza kwenda nje kama mnenaji wa Mungu ni njili kiasi gani njili ya utakaso toba And he saying unless you realize the benefit na anasema ijapokuwa umegundua faida of the atoning power of the blood of the lamb Jesus ya nguvu ya ondoleo la dhambi ya mwana kondoo wa Mungu Yesu how can you go unawezaje kwenda and also uh, to start baptizing people how na uanze pia kuwapatiza watu namna gani in other words he saying kwa maneno mengine anasema you cannot awezi You cannot be a deliverer unless you yourself you are being delivered. Hawezi kuwa mkombozi ijapokuwa wewe mwenyewe pia umekombolewa. Isaiah is describing the church that climbs the stairs. Isaiah anaelezea kanisa linalopanda ngazi and stands before the Lord of hosts. Na kusimama mbele za Bwana mwenye nguvu zote. Jehovah my friend Yehovah rafiki wangu. The one that speaks with me every day many times a day by voice. Yule ambaye anazungumza pamoja nami kila siku mara nyingi kwa siku kwa sauti. And takes me to the throne room of heaven na many times as he wants. Na kunipeleka katika enzi kichumba cha enzi mbinguni mara nyingi anapotaka. Meaning kumaanisha. He saying anasema he is not governed yeye He is not governed by the conception of man. Concept, concept, conception. What will people say? He said, no, no, no. Hatawaliwi na maoni ya wanadamu. Wewe nenda kwao. But today's church, lakini kanisa la leo, is always trying to please the world. Kila wakati anajaribu kupendeza dunia. How? How? Namna gani? When the, kama mkuu wa wilaya everybody that came to you prayed for them you first preached to them i think i am doing a lot more preaching than doing my work i have now to go serve the lord akagundua kwamba nafikiria nahubiri zaidi kuliko kufanya kazi yangu akagundua hivyo akasema fadhali niende nimtumikie mungu even you are you are known as the bishop of your force right hata ulijulikana kama askofu wa kikundi chako 
before every meeting starts, they say, let our bishop pray for us. Things have changed. Things have quite changed. When the hot tongue touches you, the hot call, when it touches you, never the same again. So Isaiah is now able to commune with the Lord and take the calling. Let us see that calling on how that relates to you, the church. This generation. Isaiah chapter 6. I tell you. And he says, again I repeat. And I said, Here am I, send me. He said, Go and tell these people, Be ever hearing, but never understanding. Ai. Ai. What a calling. What a calling. Go and tell these people. Be ever hearing. But never understanding. Be ever seeing. But never perceiving. Make the hearts of these people colored. Make the heart of these people colored. Make their ears dull. And close their eyes. Otherwise they might see with their eyes. And hear with their ears. And understand with their hearts. And turn away from sin and be healed. Then I said, For how long, Lord? Before we go there, can you focus on me again? I told you. Appearing before the Lord is not a joke. Now, Sasa, the Lord is sending his prophet. And if you hear what he's telling his prophet, it's not any different from what he tells all the prophets he sends. He's saying, but the message of the prophet of the Lord must always be rejected. In other words, go give this prophecy to them that through your prophecy unto them their eyes. Macho yao. Let's begin with the minds. Their minds are going to be made dull, shut down. Mawazo yao yatakwenda kuzimwa. That they may not understand the things of God. Kwamba wasielewe mambo ya Mungu. 
Number two, jambo la pili. Owing to your prophecy and I know you already know a generation to whom some two prophets have been sent. Na najua tayari mnajua kizazi ambacho kwacho manabii wawili wametumwa. And their response has not been any different. Na maitikio yao haijakuwa tofauti. Except for a remnant I will come to why Isaiah asked what how long lord the remnant that I'm going to describe them before we get to the remnant that is sitting here ijapokuwa kwa masalia ambao Isaiah aliuliza kwa muda gani bwana Hallelujah Hallelujah Isongebele ndio maana tunasema iende mbele That such a beautiful gospel of Jesus the gospel of purification like this kwamba injili ya kupendeza ya Yesu ya utakaso ya kupendeza namna hii that is raising cripples i walked with here today ambayo nawainua viwete ambao nilitembea na wao kuingia huko ndani the kind of gospel aina ya injili that can bring the honorable speaker of the national assembly to sit here with some honorable members of the parliament here ambayo inawaleta zaidi ya wachungaji wa ngazi ya juu 171 kutoka Uchina hiyo injili lazima iendelee sit down sit down now ketini chini so now kwa hivyo sasa the beautiful gospel injili ya kupendeza is being preached by the seraphim inahubiriwa na maserafimu at the throne position katika mahali pa enzi the throne position of the lord mahali pa enzi pa bwana and they are preaching holiness na wanahubiri utakatifu righteousness uhakim for repentance toba forgiveness of sin msamao wa dhambi pardon na living in the grace touching the tongue and then service to god wakiguza ulimi na mdomo alafu kumtumikia Mungu the gospel that prepares the church to be able to stand before the unapproachable god injili ambayo inaliandaa kanisa kuweza kusimama katika uwepo wa Mungu ambao huwezi kukaribiwa and the lord is telling isaiah at his commissioning na yeye bwana 
kuendelea katika kutumwa kwake remember kumbuka already there is a controversy tayari kuna mzozano if you see Isaiah chapter 1 ukiona Isaya mlango wa kwanza mlango wa pili chapter 3 mlango wa tatu chapter 4 mlango wa 4 chapter 5 before you get chapter 6 mlango wa 5 kabla uingie mlango wa 6 there is a serious contradiction kuna mgogoro nyeti sana that is going on between the lord and the land the lord and his chosen people ambao unaendelea kati ya bwana na nchi bwana na watu wake walioteuliwa and that contradiction you see repeating in this generation right now na huo mgogoro unaona ukirudia katika kizazi hiki sasa hivi and say, for example i read chapter 1 verse 3 where it says the ox which has no holy spirit knows its owner kwa mfano katika mlango wa kwanza mstari wa tatu nilisema kwamba ngombe anamjua mmiliki wake ngombe dume ama nini is there anything like that ngombe dume fahari anamjua mmiliki wake the ox is aware that he has an owner whom he has to account to fahali anajua mmiliki wake ambaye anawajibika kwake and he says na anasema he eats the grass anakula nyasi maybe the other cows went labda ngombe wengine walienda but when the evening time comes lakini wakati wa jioni unapowadia he, he, he is able to sense he has a clock that can sense anaweza kuhisi yako na samba inaweza kuhisi that is running too late and deadly kwamba anachelewa na ni masaa ya kufisha I, ha- i have an owner first of all i have an owner niko na mmiliki niko na mwenyewe whom i have to account to ambaye lazima niwajibike kwake and when i look at this generation of christian na napokiangalia kizazi hiki cha wakristo it is as though they are not even aware that they have an owner to account to kwamba wako na mumiliki wa kuwajibika kwake so this is the kind of case kwa hivyo hii ndio aina ya kesi that the lord was presenting against the people against his people against the land ambayo bwana alikuwa anawakilisha dhidi ya watu dhidi ya watu wake dhidi ya nchi he was saying that his people's behavior is even far deviated from the natural creation he created anasema kwamba ile asili ya watu iko mbali hata na ile asili ambayo aliumba because he saying kwa sababu anasema he created every creature aliumba kila kiumbe my son dr peter mbaye mwanangu daktari peter mbaye mheshimiwa mheshimiwa he saying anasema that he created his creatures his creation his people kwamba aliumba umbaji wake viumbe viumbe vyake watu wake with capacity na uweza to know that they have an owner they have a maker kujua kwamba wako na muumbaji wako na mwenyeji mwenyewe aliyewaumba and they are supposed to be fully accountable na wanapaswa kuwajibika kweli kweli And he say na anasema this kind of case aina, was being presented at the throne of God aina hii ya kesi ilikuwa inawasilishwa mbele ya enzi ya Mungu against man dhidi ya manada against God's people dhidi ya watu wa Mungu and he says alafu anasema that when the cow and the ox the bull kwamba wakati fahali na ngombe is able to detect that he has an owner anaweza kutambua kwamba ako na mmiliki wake when time has passed he can detect wakati ambapo umepita anaweza kugundua and say na kusema no hapana this guy 
huyu mtu has been too good to me amekuwa mzuri sana kwangu whenever i was thirsty wakati wote nilikuwa na kiu he took me down to drink alinipeleka mahali pa kunywa maji whenever i was hungry wakati wote nilikuwa na njaa he took me to green pastures alinipeleka katika malisha majani mabichi based on that alone hata kuzingatia tu na hiyo peke yake just those benefits just the benefit analysis hizo faida kule kuchunguza kwa faida i owe him my allegiance basi mimi nina an, an, nina utifu na ikajika I, 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 I cannot let him down. Siwezi kumwaibisha. Then the cow says, kisha, the, the ox, kisha uh, yule fahari anasema. The Lord says, Bana anasema. The next thing in this case, jambo nalofuatia katika kesi hii, is that now the ox is also aware of the way that leads home. Ni kwamba sasa yule fahari anajua njia ya kwenda nyumbani. You ask them but when you receive the Lord unawauliza lakini wakati ulipompokea bwana why did you go to this doctrine ni kwa nini ulienda katika mafundisho haya oh you see i was not aware where i should go eh au unajua sikujua mahali ambapo nilipaswa kwenda eh you don't even know where your maker is and the cloud has descended haujui mahali ambapo muumbaji wako yuko na wingu limeshuka the cloud has descended and creepers are walking wingu limeshuka na viwete wanatembea marion chelangat marion chelangat alikuja tu hapa just walked with me alitembea pamoja nami hapa you are not aware haujui the home of your maker nyumbani mwa mumbaji wako when he is walking there with his servants in broad daylight he openly openly wakati ambapo anatembea pale na mtumishi wake mchana peupe wazi wazi wa watumishi wake na watumishi wake wazi wazi mchana peupe oh i did not you did not know where your maker is ah sikujua haujui mali mumbaji wako yuko and he is descending na is being broadcast on social media tv what everywhere na anapeperushwa kila mahali katika mitandao ya kijamii katika runinga kila mahali so hivyo there had been a protracted controversy between the lord and the land kulikuwa na mgogoro wa kuendelea kati ya bwana na inchi sometimes wakati mwingine the lord may have to take out that which is blocking you from seeing the vision of God for your life. Bwana inabidi aondoe kile ambacho kinakuzuia kuona maono ya Bwana katika maisha yako. And that's why. Na hiyo ndio sababu. In the year that King Uzziah died. Katika mwaka ambapo mfalme Uzziah alikufa. Then Isaiah saw the Lord, the true king of Judah, now seated on the throne. Kisha ruling Judah. Akamwona Bwana mfalme wa kweli wa Yuda akiwa ameketi katika enzi ruling Judah akitawala Yuda But when King Uzziah was there lakini wakati mfalme Uzziah alikuwa pale with all the horizontal living and the gospel of prosperity and the prosperity in the land they could not see far pamoja na maisha ya hapa chini injili ya ufanisi na kule kufanikiwa na kuwa na mali basi maono yake kuona kwake kulikuwa kumezuiliwa hangeweza kuona and now isaiah na sasa isaiah is able to take a commission from god anaweza kuchukua ile huduma kutoka kwa mungu but boy what a calling lakini ni mwito mkuu kiasi anasema go to these people nenda kwa watu hawa and make their minds dull 
na ukafanye macho yao mawazo yao na ukafunge mawazo yao na ukafunge macho yao kwamba wakakuwe vipofu mile mile na ukafunge masikio yao wasisikie tena wasiwahi msikia bwana tena enda ukafanye mioyo yao kuwa migumu ni mwito mkuki mwito wa aina gani That calling is, go- is ongoing right now. Aina hiyo ya mwito unaendelea sasa hivi. Because kwa sababu the Lord was simply saying the book of John chapter 3:19. Bwana alikuwa kimsingi akisema katika kitabu cha Yohana 3:19. John 3:19. Yohana 3:19. I told you. Niliwaambia. It is going to be powerful here. Inaenda kuwa ya nguvu sana hapa. John 3:19. Yohana 3:19. I bless you eternally my son. Nakubariki milele mwanangu. Asante sana. With eternity in heaven. Na umilele mbinguni. Mark my words, right? John 3:19 I'm going to read once I get there. Yohana 3:19 nitaenda kusoma nikifika pale. He says. Anasema. He says let me get there. Anasema hebu nifike pale. This is the verdict. Hii ndiyo hukumu. Light has come into the world. Nuru imekuja ulimwenguni. But men have loved darkness instead of light. Na watu wakapenda giza kuliko nuru. Because kwa sababu their deeds are evil. Matendo yao ni maovu. So this is what the Lord was telling Isaiah. Kwa hivyo hiki ndicho ambacho Bwana alikuwa akimwambia Isaiah. That even I send you as I send you. Kwamba hata ninapokutuma I am not deluded in any way. Sijaondoa kwa njia yoyote ile. Not to know the type of people I'm sending you to. Kutojua aina ya watu ambao nakutuma kwao. I am the Lord. Mimi ndimi Bwana. And I'm very clear about the people I'm sending to you. Na niko wazi kuhusiana na watu ambao nawatuma kwako. And he say, anasema, these people, hawa watu Go and give them this prophecy. Nenda ukawapatie unabii huu. That when you will prophesy to them my mandate, my command, my mission, kwamba, my message. Kwamba utakapowaamrisha, utakapowapatia ujumbe wangu. These people put them somewhere. Hawa watu. These people. Hawa watu. To yourselves there please. These, they can sit next to you there. Please, thank you. Thank you. So so these people. Hawa watu. They are going to reject your message. Wanaenda kukataa ujumbe wako. Is there any Kenyan in the house? Je, kuna mkenya yeyote katika nyumba who is familiar with this? Ambaye anafahamu hili? Familiar with this rejection? Ambaye anafahamu kukataliwa huku? Let me make it this way. Hebu niweke namna hii. The Lord was simply referring to what the Messiah would go through himself. Bwana kialisia alikuwa anaashiria kile ambacho Mesia mwenyewe angepitia, yeye mwenyewe coming to his own kuja kwa walio wake and they would reject him with his message na watamkataa na ujumbe wake can you imagine je unaweza kuwazia for why kwa hivyo kwa nini why does this generation feel bad when a little rejection here and there the, re- the rejection is the proof that the lord has actually sent you to them kwa nini kizazi hiki kinaizi vibaya na kukataliwa kidogo basi kukataliwa ni thibitisho kwamba bwana alikutuma kwao Bondia. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is the proof. Jesus went through it. Yesu alipitia. But he said, lakini anasema, 
When Isaiah listened to the prophecy that the God of Israel was giving to his covenant people, Israel, Isaiah cried. Isaiah but first of all, this generation too, how can the cloud of God come down? Including inside here. On a daily basis making the same dreadful statement that look, I am the Lord. I have sent them to prepare you. Don't miss this one. Don't miss How can you fail How can you still go and sit under other teachings? What do you do cry to this generation? What do you do to them? And God himself is here is descending here why has TBN in America not yet come inspiration networks inspiration networks why haven't they yet come and the God Jehovah they worship they see him descending in the cloud over there why why don't you go to these people go tell them be ever hearing but never perceiving God, in other words go blind in their eyes Go dull their minds and stop their ears and shut down their hearts. Then Isaiah. Oh, look at that. Look at the cloud that didn't be here. From somewhere here. Look at this now. Then Isaiah. Kisha Isaiah. Isaiah cried out for God's covenant people. Isaiah kawalilia watu wa Mungu wa Agano. Look at this now. Angalia sasa. Look at this. Angalia hii. Chinese, thank you so much. Chesheni, sit down for a moment. Wachina, asanteni sana. Thank you so much. Asante sana. I know there are very senior people here from China. I was told very very senior also. Najua kuna leadership and so forth. I appreciate you. We are going to meet. I appreciate you. We are going to meet. Thank you so much. Asante sana. But listen to this now. Lakini sikiza hii sasa. Isaiah, kwa hivyo Isaiah, he hears anasikia a judicial hardening of the heart of God's people. Judicial. Ili kufanywa migumu the winter and the spring, right? Anazungumzia kuhusu wakati wa masika na wakati wa vuli. Thank you. Let's move on now. Hebu tuendelee sasa. Isaiah chapter 6 again. Remember that is our central theme appearing before the throne of God. Kumbuka kwamba tuko katika kitabu cha Isaiah, hiyo ndio mlango wa sita, hiyo ndio mada yetu kuu, kujiwasilisha mbele ya wingu la Mungu.
That was Isaiah chapter 6. Isaiah mlango wa 6. The cloud of God. Wingu la Mungu. Worshiping the cloud of God. Kuabudu wingu la Mungu. Is not a joke. Sio mzaha. Thank you. Asante. So Isaiah chapter 6. Kwa hivyo Isaiah mlango wa 6. This what he says. Hivi ndivyo anavyosema. Verse 11. Ndipo nikasema. For how long O Lord? Hadi lini e bwana? And he answered. Naye akanijibu. Until the city is lying ruined. Hadi miji iwe imeachwa magofu. And without inhabitants. Na bila wakazi. Until the houses are left deserted. Hadi nyumba zitakapobaki bila watu. And the fields ruined and ravaged na mashamba yatakapoharibiwa na kuangamizwa until the lord has sent everyone far away to captivity hadi bwana atakapokuwa amekwisha kumpeleka kila mmoja mbali na inchi and the land is utterly forsaken na inchi takapokuwa imeachwa kabisa and though attempt remains in the land hata kama sehemu ya kumi ya watu watabaki katika inchi it will again be laid waste itaharibiwa tena but as the terrapin and the oak lakini kama vile mvinje na mwaloni leaves stumps when you cut them the stumps remain lakini kama vile mvinje na mwaloni pakizavyo visiki inapokatwa when they are cut down wakati inapokatwa so the holy seed will be the stump in the land ndivyo mbegu takatifu itakavyokuwa kisiki katika inchi however terrible the church in america is today hata kama ni ya kutisha kiasi gani kanisa la marekani lipo leo hii however apostate the church in kenya is today hata kama kanisa la kenya limeanguka na fallen the church in uganda is he say however uganda limeanguka winter and there is a sun and come the spring you see the sprout you believe unaweza masika hata wakati wa vuli utakapokuja utaona kisiki Anasema As when men have already pressed all the wine from the grapes he says don't throw it away there is still some good left in it Wakati mwanadamu amevinya kabisa ametoa divai yote kutoka kwa kwa zabibu anasema usitupe usi kuna iliyobaki bado He says Anasema There is the remnant of the Lord Kuna wao masalia wa Bwana They are going to the holy seed in the land and I'm looking at quite some holy seed naenda kuwa mbegu takatifu katika inchi including a former minister of government from Ghana right here waziri wa zamani waziri wa serikali wa ikulu walisema hapana there must be a holy seed left lazima kuna mbegu takatifu iliyobaki somebody must step out lazima mtu ajitokeze but this camp kama namna hii Come spring kama kisiki then this stump should begin sprouting leaves alafu kisiki hiki kikingi hiki glory should revive again in akragana kule somebody preach your holiness somebody you hear a voice again righteousness another one unasikia sauti tena another one lazima kuwe na mbegu takatifu haleluya haleluya There must be a remnant. Lazima kuwe na masalia. A holy seed. 
mume kutakatifu iliyobaki katika inchi chini kitambo lazima kuwe na mbegu takatifu so that is the remnant now hao ndio masalia sasa i want to address nataka kuwaongelesha hallelujah hallelujah the church kanisa that goes and climbs the glory of stairs ambalo linaenda na kupanda ngazi za utukufu and enters right na and when he enters heaven right before the throne na kuingia kulia na kuingia mbele ya enzi and start worshiping na kuanza kuabudu right away hapo hapo because he's saying kwa sababu asema that the cherubim kwamba makerubi of glory kwa utukufu the seraphim maserafi they worship ceaselessly wanaabudu bila kukoma and this worship song they're singing na uimba wa ibada ambao wanaimba they never stop ha. for years january to january december december january 1 january 1 year to year ha, week ko- after week hour after hour minute after minute second after second month after month kwa sababu yeye alioketi katika enzi ameketi and the throne of judah na ma- na enzi ya yuda has never remained empty haijawahi kubaki tupu let nobody confuse you hakuna mtu anayekuchanganya king of judah mfalme wa yuda is always seated kila wakati ameketi reigning over judah akitawala juu ya yuda giving them breath in the morning atuwapatia mkate asubuhi giving them life in the morning atuwapatia uhai asubuhi giving them food and water atuwapatia chakula na maji health and salvation na atuwapatia wokovu giving them their being akiwapatia mahitaji yao Sit down somebody. Keti chini mtu. The remnant of the Lord. Masalia wake bwana. Can we look at the remnant? Je, tunaweza waangalia masalia? The book of Romans chapter 11. Kitabu cha Warumi mlango wa 11. I told you today it would be deep. Niliwaambia leo itakuwa ya vilindi zaidi. Because the constellation is perfect. The alignment is perfect. Kwa sababu mpangilio uko sawa. Every nation is aligned. Kila taifa limepangwa vizuri. All the superpowers are in the house. Wale wenye nguvu wote wako katika katika nyumba. China the superpower is here. Uchina wenye nguvu wa United States the superpower is here. Na majimbo ya moja Marekani wenye nguvu to all the nation na Mungu ambaye ndiye mwenye nguvu zote ambalo itapanda ngazi 
Sit down blessed people. Keti chini watu wabarikiwa. What a conference. Ni kongamano kubwa kiasi gani? How many agree every year we need this conference? Ni wangapi wanakubaliana kila mwaka nahitaji kongamano hili? Every year, kila mwaka. So every year at this time, kwa hivyo kila mwaka kwa wakati kama huu, before the September rain, kabla ya mvua ya Septemba, there will be the International Nakuru Conference. Utakuwa na kongamano la kitaifa the ministers of the gospel na ujumwa
The sun is dropping. The sun is dropping. This is an explosion of revival. A global revival. And I am ready. Australia, you have to come more than 50 pastors next time. You just plan it. The only problem is accommodation you book earlier. There was a shortage of housing here. So let us do it earlier because the numbers will double all the time. Oh, the, the glory of the Lord is pointing right into this tent. Right through the sun above into this tent. <laughs> I tell you, it's a dreadful thing for the mightiest prophets of the Lord to walk into the church landscape at such a time. It's a fearful thing for the mighty prophets of the rain to walk into the landscape of the church. It's a fearful thing for the mightiest prophet of fire to walk in here because there was a three-way conversation and the Lord said but you have the authority you can command the sun 
Welcome to the kingdom of power. Karibu ke throne of power. Karibu katika the kingdom of glory. Enzi the kingdom of God. You are really Look at the sun. The sun was clapping. That is how the sun has been captured clapping. That is amazing. The Lord Yahweh is God. He is seated on the throne. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The wonders in heaven. Another one out there. <laughs> Can we continue? Can you sit down a moment? So I was in the process of saying that there must be a remnant in the land. I said that there must be a holy seed, holy remnant in the land. Because Isaiah cried out, Lord, for how long? And then now, sasa, he says, anasema, there must be a holy remnant of God, an election of God. Those who are burdened for the cause of God, for the agenda of God. And I said, but let us turn to the book of Romans 11. That I may address this generation. My son, Dr. Peter Mbaye. He became more serious, right? Ilifanyika nyeti zaidi ikakuwa kubwa zaidi na nguvu zaidi haleluya thank you for coming asante kwa kuja romans chapter 11 warumi mlango wa 11 this is what he says you can read it all or you can choose here and there unaweza isoma yote ama unaweza chagua hapa na pale i just want to begin from 11 then i will explain things to you nataka nianzie 11 alafu nitaeleza mambo kwenu he says again i ask Did they stumble so that they may fall beyond recovery? Hivyo nauliza tena, je, waizaidi walijikwa ili waanguke na kuangamia kabisa? Not at all. Lasha. Rather because of their transgression, salvation has come to the Gentiles to make Israel envious. Lakini kwa sababu ya makosa yao, wakovu umewafikia watu wa mataifa ili kuwafanya waizaidi waone wivu. But if their transgression means riches to the Gentiles, how much greater riches will their fullness bring? Basi ikiwa kujikwa kwao kumekuwa utajiri mkubwa kwa ulimwengu, tena kama kuangamia kwao kumeleta utajiri kwa watu wa mataifa. Kurudishwa kwao kutaleta utajiri mkuu zaidi. Basi wa 14. In the hope that I may somehow arouse my own people's envy ili kuwafanya watu wangu waone wivu and save some of them na hivyo kuwaokoa baadhi for if their rejection is the reconciliation of the world then what will their acceptance be but life from the dead kwa kuwa ikiwa kukataliwa kwao ni kupatanishwa kwa ulimwengu kubaliwa kwao si kutakuwa ni uhai baada ya kufa 
If the dough offered as first fruits is holy, then the whole batch is holy. Kama sehemu ya donge la unga uliotolewa kuwa limbuko ni mtakatifu. Basi unga wote ni mtakatifu. If the root is holy, then so are the branches. Nalo shina kama ni takatifu, vivyo hivyo na matawi yao. If some of the branches have been broken off and you though being wild olive shoot have been grafted in among others. Lakini kama baadhi ya matawi yalikatwa nawe chipukizi la mzaitu ukapandikizwa mahali pao ili kushiriki unono pamoja na matawi mengine kutoka and now share in the nourishment of the sap from the olive root ili kushiriki unono pamoja na matawi mengine kutoka katika shina la mzaituni do not boast over those branches basi usijivune juu ya hayo matawi if you do consider this you do not support the root kama ukijivuna kumbuka jambo hili si wewe unayelishikilia shina he says verse 19 asema mstari wa 19 you will say them basi utasema branches were broken off so that i could be grafted in matawi yale yalikatwa ili nipate kupandikizwa katika hilo shina granted but if they were broken off because of unbelief and you stand by faith hili ni kweli Matawi hayo yalikatwa kwa sababu ya kutokuamini kwake. Do not be arrogant but be afraid. Kwa hiyo usijivune bali simama kwa kuogopa. For if God did not spare the natural branches, he will not spare you the wild branches either. Kwa maana kama Mungu hakuyahurumia matawi ya asili, wala hata kuhurumia wewe matawi mwitu tena. Basi Mustari wa 22. Remember my target is 25 to 32. Kumbuka lengo langu 25 hadi 32. Consider there for the kindness and sternness of God. Angalia basi wema na ukali wa Mungu. Sternness to those who fail. Kwa wale walioanguka ukali, but kindness to you. Bali kwako wewe wema wa Mungu. Provided that you continue in his kindness. Kama utadumu katika wema wake. Otherwise you also will be cut off. La sivyo nawe utakatiliwa mbali. They will be grafted in. Wao nao. Oh, sorry. And if and if they do not persist in unbelief. Wao nao wasipodumu katika kutokuamini kwao. They will be grafted in. Watapandikizwa tena. For God is able to graft them in again. Kwa maana Mungu ana uwezo wa kuwapandikiza tena. Verse 24. Mstari wa 24. Roma chapter 11. Warumi 11. After all, if you were cut out of the olive tree that were wild by nature. Ikiwa wewe ulikatwa kutoka katika kile ambacho kwa asili ni mzaituni mwitu. And contrary to nature, were grafted into the cultivated olive tree that is Israel. Na kupandikizwa kinyume cha asili kwenye mzaituni uliopandwa. How much more readily will those the natural branches be grafted into their own olive tree please Si rahisi zaidi matawi haya ya asili kupandikizwa tena kwenye shina lake la mzaituni Verse 25 Mstari 25 I do not want you to be ignorant or about this mystery of this mystery Ndugu zangu ili msije mkajidai kuwa wenye hekima kuliko mlivyo brothers nataka mfahamu siri hii so that you may not be conceited ili kwamba msidanganyike 
Israel has not experienced a hardening. He said, sorry, Israel has experienced a hardening in part until the fullness of the number of the Gentiles has finally climbed those stairs. Ukumo umewapata Israeli kwa sehemu hadi idadi ya watu wa mataifa watakaoingia itimie wapande zile ngazi. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says verse 26. Anasema And then so all Israel will be saved as it is written the deliverer will come to Zion he will turn the godlessness away from Jacob. Hivyo Israeli wote wataokolewa kama ilivyoandikwa. Mkombozi atakuja kutoka Sayuni ataondoa kutomcha kutokumcha Mungu katika Yakobo. And this is my covenant with them when I As far as the gospel is concerned they are enemies on your account but as far as election is concerned they are loved on the account of the patriarchs ni wapendwa kwa ajili ya mababa zao Isaac and Jacob Ibrahimu Isaki na Yakobo And the God of Abraham the God of Isaac the God of Jacob is the one saying this year Na Mungu wa Ibrahimu Mungu wa Isaka na Mungu wa Yakobo ndiye anayesema hii hapa So he says he will love them according to the covenant with the patriarchs but through the Messiah Anasema atawapenda kulingana na agano na mababa zao lakini kupitia kwa Mesia Hallelujah Hallelujah And he goes on to say Nanaendelea kusema verse 29 For God's gift and his call are irrevocable Kwa maana akishawapa watu karama haziondoi Just as you who were at one time disobedient to God have now received mercy and grace as a result of their disobedience kama vile ninyi wakati fulani mlivyokuwa waasi kwa Mungu lakini sasa mumepata rehema kwa sababu ya kutokutii kwao so they too have now become disobedient in order that they too may now receive mercy and grace as a result of God's mercy for you hivyo nao waisraeli wamekuwa waasi ili kwamba wao nao moyo mgumu their hearts are callous mioyo yao ni migumu their ears are dull masikio yao hayasikii their eyes are blocked macho yao yamezuiliwa na nipofu he say anasema but however kwamba hata hivyo this judicial hardening huku kuwekwa kwa mioyo yao kwa migumu ya israeli is in part iko katika hiyo it is not total complete sio kabili focus on me don't write so like so, so listen to this now sikiza hisa anasema that it is partial it is part ni katika sehemu for short time kwa muda mfupi that he has hardened their hearts kwamba ameifanya mioyo yao kuwa mgumu na anasema don't be confused msichanganyikiwe it's all oh, now you see god's people have fallen beyond recovery na kusema oh sasa watu wa Mungu wameanguka hawawezi kurekebisha says, anasema if you look at the tree of juda ikiwa utaangalia muti wa juda the tree of juda muti wa juda the tree of juda muti wa juda everybody on me now kila mtu kwangu sasa the tree of juda has the roots muti wa juda uko na mizizi and the main root and then the those the sub roots iko na mizizi mikubwa na alafu ile mizizi midogo midogo and then about the soil alafu juu ya mchanga now you get the stem the trunk alafu unapata kile kisiki but that trunk 
becomes this. Because they say, one branch was cut off to graft another. To be specific, to graft a wild, a wild olive branch. Kuweza kupandikiza mti mwa mzeituni wa mwitu wild wa mwitu to graft in that that wild olive branch which is the gentile kupandikiza ilo tawi mwitu ambayo ni watu wa mataifa the gentile branch lile tawi la mwitu grafted in likapandikizwa ndani it begins to suck the sap Lika, suck the sap likaanza from the root to the trunk it was sucking likaanza kukula ule unono kupitia kwa mizizi kupitia kwa lile shina and then giving a foliage of revival alafu kupeana ule mazao ya uvuvio and then he saying alafu anasema be not mistaken usichukulie usi, usi kwa makosa conceited usichukulie kwa makosa self wise ama wewe kibinafsi because kwa sababu you are just a wild olive that has grafted very well wewe ni the Abrahamic covenant. Wewe ni tawi mwitu ambao umepandikizwa vyema kuingia katika agano la Abrahamu. Anasema, how much more easier my son that tarijeje? How much more easier then? Je, ni rahisi kiasi gani basi? For the natural branch itself. Kwa lile tawi la asili lenyewe. To be grafted back. Liweze kupandikizwa tena. Alafu anasema, he will actually National this one now is the national revival of Kenya. Usasa ni uvuvio wa kitaifa wa Kenya. And now the other nations have come to take their revival from here. Na sasa mataifa mengine yamekuja kuchukua uvuvio wao kutoka hapa. He's talking about the national redemption of Israel. Anazungumzia kuhusu ukombozi wa kitaifa wa Israeli. The national revival of Israel. Uvuvio wa kitaifa wa Israeli. He's talking about the salvation of Israel. Anazungumzia kuhusu wokovu wa Israeli. And in the salvation of Israel. Na katika wokovu wa Israeli. He's saying. Anasema Look at this now. Tazama hii sasa. That the entire Israel, all Israel will be saved. Kwamba Israeli wote wote wataokolewa. That is awesome. Hiyo ni ajabu. Despite the fall. Licha ya mwanguko. Despite the fall. Licha ya mwanguko. And so he saying, Hivyo basi anasema, that based on this remnant, kwamba kuzingatia na hawa masalia. For you you simply need to catch one thing. Wako wewe unahitaji tu kushika kitu kimoja. Of Israel has taken place. Kwamba kule kuwa na mio migumu kwa sehemu kumefanyika kwa Israeli. And it's not forever. Na sio milele. It will continue until a certain specific number of the Gentiles will get saved and climb the stairs and the rapture happen then the redemption of Israel. Hadi idadi fulani ya watu wa mataifa imewadia alafu kisha ukombozi wa Israeli then the redemption of the salvation of Israel. Kisha wokovu wa Israeli. And as you can see, na the ka- messengers of the salvation of Israel are already here. Na kama vile unavyoweza kuona kwamba wajumbe wa ukombozi wa Israeli wako hapa. Are already here. Wako hapa tayari. Look at this now. Tazama hii sasa. So he say, kwa hivyo anasema, that God always has a holy seed. Kwamba Mungu kila wakati ako na mbegu takatifu. A holy remnant. Wasalia watakatifu. That withstands. 
ambao wanastahimili even in china hata kule uchina and bears the burden na wanabeba mziko and then at the end alafu pale mwisho he will raise the foliage so what you have is this atainua ataleta ufufu what you have is this if you zoom on me what you have is this down kile ambacho uko nacho ni hiki you have the root uko na mizizi the root is the abrahamic covenant ule mzizi ni agano la kiabrahamu do you remember when melchizedek appeared to abraham che abraham Unakumbuka wakati Melki Zedeki alipomtokea Abrahamu. That is Genesis chapter 14 we are not reading verse 17 down. Hiyo ni mwanzo 14 mstari wa 17 kuendelea mbele. Zedek is Christ. Melki Zedeki ndiye Kristo. Melki Zedeki is pre-incarnate Christ. Melki Zedeki ni Kristo ambaye ame ajabadilishwa. Yes, aja kuja kukomboa binadamu. Aja kuja kukomboa binadamu. Yes, so, is pre-incarnate Christ. Kuni Kristo ambaye hajakuja kukomboa binadamu. So, when Abraham has been helped by God and Abraham has been given a victory and okay. he comes to the valley of Kelamdomer. Wakati ambapo Abraham amesaidiwa when he comes after the victory, baada ya mule mti wa mzaituni. Then look at the timing by his, by design. Alafu tazama kule kuwekwa kwa wakati ambayo ilifanywa na Mungu. Then Christ appeared to him. Kisha Kristo akatokea kwake. Before Christ came. Kabla ya Kristo kuja. And when he appeared, I okay, let me stop it. So, then when he appeared to him, alipojitokeza kwake, he presented the gifts of bread. Akawakilisha ile zawadi vipawa vya mkate and a cup of wine. Na kile kikombe cha divei. And he came to bless the lineage through which he would come na akaja kubariki ule ukoo na uzao ambao kwao atakuja kwao It is as though you know that you are going to have a dinner somewhere tonight Nikana kwamba unajua yakisema hata katika office nasikia kila kitu Hallelujah Hallelujah Put some drinks there Kuweka baadhi ya vinywaji pale Buy some food prepared and then you say when you come for dinner everything is set by design Kununua matunda na kuweka pale alafu sema utakapokuja wakati wa chakula cha jioni kila kitu kimeandaliwa So Christ comes. Kwa hivyo Kristo anakuja. The pre-incarnate Christ, Melchizedek. Kristo ambaye hajakuja kukomboa mwanadamu, Melchizedek. Hajageuka, hajageuzwa kuwa binadamu. Hajageuzwa kuwa binadamu. Bado ako na Mungu pale kwa umungu pale umilele. Bado ako na Mungu pale katika umungu pale katika umilele. So Melchizedek comes. Kwa hivyo Melchizedek anakuja. And look at what he presents. Alafu tazama kile ambacho anawakilisha. He presents the Eucharistic bread anawakilisha ana analeta ule mkate the bread of the holy communion mkate wa meza ya bwana and the wine na divei you can say unaweza kusema that he entered by the bread kwamba aliingia kwa mkate and the wine na divei and departed by the bread na akaondoka kwa mkate and the wine na divei you remember the last supper also sema nakumbuka ile karamu ya mwisho pia Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When he said I will not drink of the fruit of the vine again Alipo until I enter into the kingdom. Aliposema kwamba sitakula tunda la mvinyo tena hadi nitakapoingia katika ufalme. Look at the entry of the Christ, the entry of the Messiah. Tazama kuingia kwa Mesia. Then he presents the bread that will be broken on the cross. Alafu anawakilisha mkate ambao utamegwa utavunjwa uta, uta msalabani. Very prophetic. Yakiunabii sana. Then he presents the cup of the blood of the covenant. Alafu anawakilisha damu ya agano damu ya agano. Then he bless the lineage. Kisha akabariki ukoo kizazi. Then he left. Kisha akaondoka. Look at this now. Tazama hii sasa. So very powerful. Ya nguvu sana. So that is the root 
that is the Abrahamic covenant of the sap. That is the sap coming from the root. That, that bread and wine is what the Gentile branch and the Hebrew branch are drinking from the sap. That is the original sap. Huo mkate na divai unatoka kwa mzizi. Hiyo ndio watu wa mataifa wanakunywa kutoka kwa mzizi. Mataifa na kanisa la Israeli. Mataifa na kanisa la Israeli. Laki Hebrania. So you see that now. Unaona hiyo sasa. That is the sap that the grafted branch and the natural branch now they drink from the same covenant. That's what they were asking. Do you support the root and yet you drink from the sap of the root? Huo ndio unono ambao wanakula kutoka kwao. Ndio ndio sababu nauliza je, wewe unasaidia mzizi kwa sababu unakunywa kutoka kwa mzizi? Let us say. Alafu anasema that right now kwamba sasa hivi one branch is on tawi moja lipo and there is a foliage of revival you can see na kuna uvuvio mkubwa sana unaweza kuona matawi the foliage kuna matawi ya uvuvio the blossoming the flourishing kuna kule kuimarishwa uh, ku, you see the cloud of the god of israel here unaona you see wing... the prophets of israel operating here unaona you wing... see the creepers walking like in israel they were, everything is happening here unaona wingu la mungu wa israeli liko hapa manabii wa mungu wa israeli wako hapa viwete wakitembea kama israeli and the foliage is on and he says na huo unaona uko nani anasema the rapture is near unyakuzi uko karibu but they are only waiting for that last gentile lakini wanamngojea yule mtu wa mataifa wa mwisho to receive christ ampokee kristo and enter na aingie then the door closes for the gentile church kisha mlango unafungwa kwa ajili ya kanisa la watu wa mataifa then he becomes busy with the redemption of israel kisha anaanza kuwa na shughuli na ukombozi wa ukoo wa israeli so how does this relate with the remnant the holy remnant of god basi hii inahusianaje na masalia watakatifu wa Mungu are you going to turn with me to the book of zechariah 13 je mtaenda kugeuka pamoja nami katika kitabu cha zechariah 13 how many are enjoying the gospel ni wangapi wanafurahia injili thank you my son asante wana na binti zangu let us push the gospel hebu tuisukume injili because time will come kwa sababu wakati utafika wakati ambapo itakuwa ngumu sana kuhubiri hii haleluya haleluya zekaria chapter 13 kitabu cha zekaria mlango wa 13 and before we go to 13 can you allow me to pass through us chapter 3 na kabla tuende 13 je mnaweza niruhusu tuanzie mlango wa 3 zekaria kitabu cha zekaria haleluya haleluya jesus is lord yesu ni bwana the creepers are walking viwete wanatembea in large numbers kwa idadi kubwa 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 and like i said na kama vile nilivyosema that some of you will get into your buses kwamba baadhi yenu mtaingia katika mabasi yenu and when you put your cripple child down you see walking na unapoweka kiwete wako chini unamuona anatembea you saw what happened yesterday in the buses there mliona kile kilichotendeka jana kwenye mabasi pale the three year old cripple child stood up mtoto wa miaka tatu aliyekuwa kiwete akasimama haleluya haleluya what a massive awesome revival ni uvuvio wa ajabu mkubwa kiasi gani free of charge pure bila malipo nothing was paid hakuna kitu kilicholipwa haleluya haleluya let us continue the gospel hebu tuendelee na injili zekaria chapter 3 and read 1 to 5 zekaria mlango wa 3 nasoma mstari wa kwanza hadi 5 he says 
Asema, then he showed me Joshua, kisha akanyonyesha Yoshua, the high priest, kuhani mkuu, standing before the angel of the Lord, akiwa amesimama mbele ya malaika wa Bwana, and Satan, naye shetani, standing at his right hand side to accuse him, amesimama upande wake wa kuume ili amshtaki. And the Lord said to Satan, Bwana akamwambia shetani, the Lord Bwana akukemee shetani. The Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Bwana ambaye ameichagua Yerusalemu akukemee. Is this man is not this man a burning stick that from the fire? Je, mtu huyu sio kijinga kinachowaka kilicho nyakuliwa kwenye moto? Mstari wa 3. Now Joshua was dressed in filthy clothes as he stood before the angel of the Lord. Where you want to go? Wakati huyo Yeshua alikuwa amevaa nguo chafu sana alipokuwa amesimama mbele ya malaika mali ambapo mnataka kwenda The angel said to those who were ministering before him the seraphim Malaika akawaambia wale waliokuwa wakihudumu mbele yake maserafi The angel of purification Malaika wa utakaso He says Anasema Then uh he says Then the angel said to those who were standing before him Malaika akawaambia wale waliokuwa wamesimama mbele yake Take off his filthy clothes Mvue nguo zake chafu Then he said to Joshua Kisha akamwambia Yeshua See I have taken away your sin Tazama nimeiondoa dhambi yako And put a rich garment on you Nami nitakuvika mavazi ya kitajiri And now it will not matter Na sasa haitajalisha tena Whether you come from Mosoriot Iwe utatoka Mosoriot Kaplong Corner Kaplong Corner Kikopei Kikopei Titondei Titondei Mwembe tayari Mwembe tayari Maua Maua You come from Mudurwaland Mawe Unatoka Mudurwaland Mawe From Sichuan Province wakati from Shanghai kutoka Shanghai from Beijing kutoka Beijing kutoka Fushan it will not matter ambayo niliona umevalia and the angels of purification na malaika wa utakaso the seraphim of yahweh maserafimu wa yahweh the higher rank of angels of god kiwango cha juu zaidi cha malaika wa mungu they have taken the throne wamechukua kaa and gone to the altar na kwenda kwenye kiti cha rehema the mercy seat kiti cha rehema and they have taken the hot fire na wamechukua moto sacrifice by fire iliyotolewa dhabihu kwa moto and touch your lips na kuguza midomo yako remember they did not say look this has burnt your lips kumbuka hawakusema tazama hii imechoma midomo yako has touched your lips and touched your lips imeguza midomo yako na kuchoma midomo yako na kuchoma moyo wako kuchoma dhambi na kuchoma dhambi and so na hivyo he instructs the same purification angels anawaagiza wale wale malaika wa utakaso to take away the filthy garment of Israel Joshua kuondoa mavazi machafu ya Yoshua ya Israeli Joshua here is Joshua stands for Israel Yoshua hapa anawakilisha Israeli the priestly nation lile taifa la kikuhani 
It is the nation of firstborn. Ni taifa la wazaliwa wa kwanza. And when he takes the garment, vazi, the filthy garment, vazi lenye ni chafu. Now he gives Joshua. Sasa Yeshua. Do you remember the son that was feeding the pigs? Je, unakumbuka yule mwana ambaye alikuwa kila na nguruwe? In Luke chapter 15. Katika Luka 15, the lost son yule mwana mpotevu mwana mpotevu and he went out there with drugs and immorality in the bars and the brothels and wasted the money na akakwenda pale nje na madawa ya kulevya na kwenye madanguro na akapoteza pesa katika ulevi pia and after he finished the money and then the women of that country ran away from him alafu alipomaliza pesa wanawake wa hiyo nchi wakamtoroka and then now he had to hire himself na sasa ilibidi to the spy to feed pigs alijiajiri mwenyewe kualisha nguruwe and clothing tatters and stench na, and eating pig food ma, mavazi yake yakakuwa mararu alafu alikuwa akila na nguruwe and jiggers everywhere na akiwa na mfunza kila mahali and then he starts his journey alafu akaanza safari he starts his journey I don't, I don't want to go into the deeper of this sitaki kwenda katika vilindi ya hii of the firstborn who is still ya mzaliwa wa kwanza kule kufanywa mioyo kuwa migumu ya mzaliwa wa kwanza ya sehemu inafanywa sasa hivi lakini hebu nipeane katika muktadha huu hapa wakati huyo mwana anapokuja katika mararu na kuna mvundo and jigas na akiwa nafunza and rotten na ameoza and he comes na anakuja and then the father sees him alafu baba anamuona and then now his father alafu sasa babake is able to have compassion mercy and grace and he instructs anakuwa na rehema na neema kwa huyo mwana na anaagiza and he instructs those who minister those who stand before him anaagiza wale wanaohudumu wale ambao wanasimama mbele zake pale and he tells them na anawaambia his filthy garment and giving costly na mpatie ile ya gali and purified garments na lile vazi lotakaswa glorious garments of it vazi la utukufu la umilele after that he entered the kingdom baada hiyo akaingia katika ufalme so do you understand kwa hivyo unaelewa he speaks about the sin anazungumzia hiyo hiyo so here you have the seraphim kwa hivyo hapa uko na maserafi the higher class of angels kiwango cha juu zaidi cha malaika at the throne of god where you want to enter and go worship katika enzi ya Mungu mahali ambapo unataka kuingia na uende uabudu and at that place na katika mahali pale the seraphim are instructed the seraphim anaagizwa they instructed to take up the filthy cloth of Joshua ameagizwa aondoe vazi lililo na uchafu la Yoshua the priestly nation lile taifa la kikuhani and to put on costly and rich garment na kuvalia lile vazi lililo na viatu and then after that listen to the charges of God hiyo, sikia hukumu ya Mungu does somebody remember je mtu anakumbuka after Isaiah is purged baada ya Isaiah kuondolewa the sin dhambi is purged dhambi imeondolewa with a hot call pamoja na lile kaa la moto then Isaiah received the charges of God kisha Isaiah anapokea maagizo ya Mungu then Joshua also after purification Yoshua. now receives 
the commissioning of God. Yoshua pia baada ya kuondolewa ilo vazi chafu, sasa anapokea ile huduma ya Mungu. Then he said to Joshua. Kisha akamwambia Yoshua. See I have taken away your sin. Tazama nimeiondoa dhambi yako. And I'll put rich garments on you. Nami nitakuvika mavazi ya kitajiri. Then I said. Kisha nikasema. Put a clean turban on his head. The symbol of the priesthood. Muvike kilemba kilichosafi kichwani mwake, ishara ya ukuhani. He had destroyed even the priesthood. Alikuwa amearibu hata ukuhani. And that's why Satan. Ndio sababu shetani. I know the church. Ninajua kanisa that has also purified. Ambalo pia limewekwa uchafu. Ha priestly garment. Vazi lake la kikuhani. With homosexuality at the pulpit. Ya ushoga katika madhabahu. Abortion. Na kwa vya mimba. Immorality. Ushirikiano prosperity and deception. Na udanganyifu. False prophets, false apostles. I know of a church in this age. Ninajua kanisa katika kizazi hiki. That has also appeared. Ambalo pia limejitokeza. And the devil has appeared next to him. Na shetani amejitokeza karibu naye. To claim legal right. Kudai haki za kisheria. Juu ya hilo kanisa. To claim birth right, birth right. Kudai Kudai haki za kuzaliwa to claim all rights over her kudai haki zote juu yake that is what the devil does he comes and marks you with the marker of satan anakuja na kukutia alama ya shetani so when you are worshiping ili kwamba wakati unaabudu he comes to remind you anakuja kukukumbusha let's say you are preaching for example sema unahubiri kwa mfano ah you cannot rebuke sin Aweze ukakemea dhambi. Remember what you were doing yesterday. We were doing yesterday together. Kumbuka kile ambacho tulikuwa tunafanya pamoja jana. So the devil literally claims the church. Kwa hivyo shetani kihalisi anadai kanisa. Because of apostasy. Kwa sababu ya mwanguko. Apostasy. Mwanguko the classical definition. Mfano wa kipekee. It means inamaanisha abandoning God. Kumwacha Mungu. Or you can say Amonoweza sema clandestine atheists in the church clandestine atheists in the church kutokuamini Mungu katika kanisa those who don't believe in Jesus who are inside the church wale ambao waamini Mungu ambao wako ndani ya kanisa so after that he says I'll give you charge over my corpse you'll be like this one standing here same thing as I was doing after purification baada ya hiyo anampatia maagizo jambo lilo hilo ambalo alifanya kwa Isaia baada ya kuondolewa dhambi zake. Zekaria 13. Verses 9 down. Mstari wa 9 kwenda chini. 7 hadi 9. He says, anasema, Awake O Lord, amuka e upanga against my shepherd. Dhidi ya mchungaji wangu. Are we together? Je, tuko pamoja? The God talking about. Vazi ambalo nazungumzia kulihusu. I did not say kusema is in revelation chapter 19 verse 8 iko katika ufunuo 19 mstari wa 8 that is the finest linen bright and clean the garment of righteousness hiyo ndio kitani safi nyeupe inayongaa vazi la uhaki that the church ambalo kanisa that is the elect of god ambao ni wateule wa mungu the holy church kanisa takatifu wears it linalivalia and climbs the glorious stairs na kupanda ngazi za utukufu entry of the church kuingia kwa kanisa into the kingdom of heaven 
kuingia katika ufalme wa Mungu. Finance Kitani safi. Bright and clean. Safi na yongaa. And here he says. Na hapa anasema, Awake O Lord against my shepherd. Amuka e upanga dhidi ya mchungaji wangu. Against the man who is close to me. Dhidi ya mtu aliye karibu nami. Declare the Lord of hosts. Asema Bana mwenye nguvu. Strike the shepherd. Bige mchungaji. And the sheep will be scattered. Na kondoo watatawanyika. And I'll turn my hand against the little ones. Nami nitageuza mkono wangu dhidi ya wale wadogo. In the whole land. Katika inchi yote. Declare the sovereign Lord. Asema Bwana. Two thirds will be struck down. Theluthi mbili watapigwa. And perish. Na kuangamia. One third will be left in the land. Hata hivyo theluthi moja watabakia katika land. Third will be left in the land. Hitheluthi moja itakayobaki katika nchi. Third will bring into the fire. Hitheluthi moja nitaileta katika moto. And refine them like silver. Nitawasafisha kama fedha. And test them like gold. Na kuwajaribu kama dhahabu. Call on my name. Wataliitia jina langu. And I'll answer them. Nami nitawajibu. I'll say they are my people. Nasema hawa ni watu wangu. And I'll say the Lord. He is our God. Bwana ni Mungu wetu. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So listen now. Kwa hivyo sikiza sasa. The remnant, masalia. The holy seed in the land. Ile mbegu takatifu katika inchi. He said even the one third in the fire. Baada ya kuwapitishia katika moto. Then he says. Kisha asema, he will now test them like gold. Sasa atawachunguza, atawajaribu kama dhahabu. And refine them like silver. Na kuwaosha kama fedha. The one third. Hiyo theluthi moja. And he said. Anasema kichaka kinawaka but not burning up lakini akiteketei you understood ulielewa so they picked it kwa hivyo waliichukua but not burning up lakini akiteketei because however raging the harsh slavery is on ya kwamba hata kama huo utumwa ni mbaya kiasi gani ni mkali kiasi gani ni mkali kiasi gani still, lakini bado the promise to abraham ahadi kwa abrahamu but israel the great nation kwamba israeli taifa kubwa will still come out bado litajitokeza and na The Messiah, Messiah, the Redeemer of all men, mkombozi wa wanadamu wote, must still come and redeem man. Lazima bado aje na mkomboe mwanadamu. Even the church of that Christ. Even the church of that Christ. Hata kanisa la huyo Kristo. However raging the apostasy is. Hata kama mwanguko na ni mkubwa ni mkali kiasi gani There will be a holy bride utakuwa na biarushi mtakatifu I have seen her already climbing up the glorious tayari akifika walking on she ain't looking back she's not looking back angalia nyuma she did not look back hakuangalia nyuma I saw niliona she did not look back hakuangalia nyuma so there will be a holy bride kwa hivyo kutakuwa na biarushi mtakatifu tafadhali just make sure you are part of it hakikisha kwamba wewe ni sehemu yake make sure you are part of it hakikisha wewe ni sehemu yake so why kwa nini 
Why does the Lord pass you people the church through this? Ni kwa nini Bwana anawapitishieni enyi watu kupitia hii? Passing you through this. Anawapitishia hii. Remember the time. Kumbuka wakati the time of Enoch. Wakati wa Enoki. It was bad. Ilikuwa mbaya sana. So much sin. Dhambi nyingi mno. The time of Enoch. Wakati wa Enoki. And yet within that arrangement. Na ile hali katika mpangilio huo so much vileness so much corruption and murder and evil kulikuwa na dhambi nyingi sana uwaji na uovu and there Enoch had no bible there was no bible na Enoch hakuwa na biblia hakuwa na biblia he had no bible to read from and acquire faith hakuwa na biblia ya kusoma kutoka kwayo na apate imani to read about a cripple that walked in Menengai 3 so that he had no miracles to see kusoma kuhusu kiwete aliyetembea katika menengai ya tatu hakuwa na muujiza wa kuona so you can imagine kwa hivyo unaweza kuwazia the purification by trial that the faith of Enoch went through ule utakaso kwa majaribio ambayo imani ya Enoki ilipitia and still na, kus, na bado there was somebody kulikuwa na mtu that stood with the lord aliyesimama na bwana and the lord walked with him na ye bwana akatembea naye and in this generation too na katika kizazi hiki pia however filthy the church is hata kama kanisa lina dhambi kiasi gani with the morality apostasy na usheradi na udanganyifu the horizontal gospel injili ya ufanisi injili hapa hapa duniani however terrible hata kama ni ya kutisha kiasi gani but there is somebody walking with the cloud of God. Lakini kunaye mtu anayetembea na wingu la Mungu. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he's telling the generation. Na anakiambia kizazi. Look. Tazama. We are connected. Tumeunganishwa. The Messiah is there. Masihi yuko pale. On the right hand side. Katika mkono wa kuume. And is waiting for you. Na anakungojea wewe. This is the eternity has rolled out the carpet the stairs. The eternity has rolled out for you. Huu ndio umilele amekwisha amekwisha teremsha ngazi. He has rolled out the red carpet the stairs. Amen. The eternity he has prepared God's rest. He has prepared for a generation. Amezusha zulia jekundu. Amezusha pumziko kwa ajili ya kizazi. The generation. Kizazi So he's saying even during the time of Enoch. Even the time of Noah. Somebody had to stand as a holy seed. We don't have much time. I need to go now to one final phase with you. Why is it important? For you to appear correct. To go stand before the cloud of God. Because in the book of 1 Samuel, there is a priest who they called Eli, Eli the priest of God. And the sons were corrupt na wanawe walikuwa wenye ufisadi. Ule ukuhani wa wakati ule haukuwa mwaminifu. Like Kama vile ilivyo leo hii. And then, alafu, how does that kutokana na hiyo? 
When they took the ark of God, walipochukua sanduku la Mungu, into the battle as is required. Ka, katika vita kama vile inavyohitajika. Then because of that falling away from favor, basi kutokana na hiyo kuanguka kutoka kwa kibali, then the enemy, kisha adui, them a fatal blow, a huge blow. Akawapiga pigo kubwa. And then, alafu, even I, they even took the ark I, they took the place where Yahweh settles into captivity wakachukua sanduku la agano wakachukua mahali ambapo Mungu anatuulia kwa kwenda kwa mateka in other words you could say kama neno mwingine unaweza sema waliwagonga pigo la kufisha where the glory of the lord settles mali ambapo wingu la utukufu la mungu linatua was captured likatekwa nyara where the god of israel comes mali ambapo mungu wa israeli anashuka and because of that na kwa sababu ya hiyo then the judgment of god came upon the family of eli and that priesthood kisha hukumu ya mungu ikaja juu ya familia ya eli na huo ukuhani And then on the day that his sons died in the battle. Alafu katika siku ile wanawe walipokufa katika vita. Phinehas. Phinehasi. And the other one uh, when they died, walipokufa. Eli also died. Eli pia akafa. I'm not reading because I'm headed somewhere. Sisomi kwa sababu naelekea mahali. So, hivyo that generation of priests hicho kizazi cha ukuhani did not appear before the cloud of god the throne of god in the right way ha, hawakujiwakilisha mbele ya enzi ya mungu mbele ya wingu la mungu kwa njia inayofaa so he struck them down kwa hivyo akawaangamiza but remember samuel that the little boy wearing a linen effort lakini kumbuka yule uh, samueli kijana mdogo ambaye alivaa na ivera nzuri he was Lying next to the ark of God when God was speaking with the little boy. Alikuwa analala tukando ya sanduku la agano la Mungu. Naye Mungu alikuwa akizungumza na huyo mtoto mdogo. So therefore, basi, it's always important to prepare well if you are going to appear before the mercy seat of the ark of God. Ni vyema kila wakati kujiandaa vyema ikiwa unaenda kujiwasilisha mbele ya kiti cha rehema cha Mungu. Do you remember the people in Ashdod? Jeu nawakumbuka watu wa Ashdodi. In Ekron, kule Ekroni. In Gath, kule Gathi. In Ashkelon, kule Ashkeloni. When they captured the ark of the God of Israel. Walipoliteka nyara sanduku la agano la Mungu wa Israeli. And they did not prepare well. Na wakujiandaa vyema. And they put Dagon next there. Na wakaweka Dagoni karibu pale. The Lord slashed Dagon. Bana akamgonga akamkamilisha. And slashed him down na kumponda ponda chini and then he brought tumors all over the country there alafu akaleta mapigo ya uvimbe kule katikote kote katika inchi pale because they did not appear before the mercy seat where the glory settles in the proper manner kwa sababu hawakujiwakilisha mbele ya sanduku la agano mbele ya kiti cha rehema maana ambapo Mungu hutua katika njia inayofaa and then Alafu do you remember the sons of Bethshemesh? Je, mnakumbuka wana wa Bethshemesh? When now the people of Ashdod they are pushed back the ark. They say, let us about we can't tell we can't bear this now. Wakati ambapo watu wa Ashdod walikuwa melisukuma lile sanduku la agano walisema hatuwezi kustahimili hii sasa. 
the hand of God is too heavy here. There are so many deaths. Mkono wa Bwana ni mzito sana hapa. Kuna vifo vingi sana. The God of the Israelites. Mungu wa Waisraeli. He's going to finish us. Ataenda kutumaliza. And then, alafu, you remember the son of Bethshemesh. Jem nakumbuka wana wa Bethshemesh. They took the ark and put it on the rock of Joshua. Wakali uh, wakalichukua lile sanduku la agano kuliweka katika mwamba wa Yeshua. And then at that place, alafu katika mahali pale, because they looked kwa sababu walitazama at the place katika uso where the glory come mali ambapo utukufu unatua and settles na kutua hapo juu he killed more than 70 of them in one village aliwaua zaidi ya 70 miongoni mwao katika kijiji kwa siku moja why kwa nini because kwa sababu they did not prepare well hawakujiandaa vyema to go stand kwenda kusimama before the glory before the mercy seat where Isaiah collapsed mbele ya utukufu mbele ya kiti cha rehema mali ambapo Isaiah alikwisha kabisa akaangamia after that baada ya hiyo do you remember obed edom jem nakumbuka obed edom obed edom obed edom the righteous man mtu mwenye haki took the ark and put it in his house ambaye alichukua sanduku la agano kuliweka katika nyumba yake do you remember the people of kiriath jerim Jem nakumbuka watu wa Gileadi Gileadi Jerim Jerim miaka 20 How difficult then with you that have the Holy Spirit Na je ni ngumu kiasi gani nyinyi ambao muko na Roho Mtakatifu But he's saying this Lakini anasema hivi He's saying Anasema The more the reason zaidi mna sababu for the requisite preparation ya mahitaji ya kujiandaa to prepare to worship the cloud of god ya kujiandaa kuabudu wingu la mungu and find the cloud anasema wingu has now settled limetua sasa now everybody focus on me sasa kila mtu mnilenge if they can just look at the place where the cloud would settle and they are flushed ikiwa wanaweza kuchungulia tu mahali ambapo wingu linatua na wanaangamizwa wanauawa do you remember uza not uzia uza jem nakumbuka uza sio uzia uza uza simply looked uza alichungulia tu at the mercy seat katika kiti cha rehema and there was his body struck down na wasi mwili wake ulikuwa pale umegonga the ark of god asanduku la mungu david is there the king of israel daudi uko pale mfalme wa israeli with the leaders and the israelites na viongozi na waisraeli what a picture ni picha ya aina gani hiyo about the ark the terrible ark of the terrible god of israel husiana na sanduku la agano la kutisha la mungu wa kutisha wa israeli the dead body is now lying there mwili wa mfu umelala tu pale and these people were struck down merely looking at the place where the glory normally settles how much more you who are in the cloud nawa watu walichungulia tu mahali ambapo utukufu unatua na je zaidi kiasi gani nyinyi ambao umeliona wingu Look at 
Look at that. Angalia hiyo. You have seen the cloud How much more? Do to prepare. looked at the mercy seat where the glory comes, they were struck down. How much you were seen the cloud? wale waliochungulia tu maana ambapo utukufu wa Mungu ulikuwa unakuja na kutua waliangamizwa na je ni zaidi kiasi gani nyinyi ambao umeliona wingu na katika Mathayo 27 mstari wa 50 hadi 51 na baada ya kulia mara ya pili then the curtain that separated the rest of the temple to the holy of holies kisha pasia ambayo inatenganisha patakatifu pa patakatifu na sehemu nyingine ya hekalu ikachipasuka and he admitted the church na kaliingiza kanisa into the place of the mercy seat the dreadful place of the glory of god katika mahali pa patakatifu pa patakatifu katika kiti cha rehema mahali patakatifu pa enzi ya mungu How much more? Should the church in this generation prepare well to go meet God? Linapaswa kujiandaa vyema zaidi kiasi gani kizazi hiki kujiandaa ili kwenda kumuona Mungu. To go meet God. Kwenda kukutana na Mungu. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God has come. Mungu amekuja. You need to prepare. Unahitaji kujiandaa. To meet God. Kukutana na Mungu. Time is over. Wakati umekwisha. Let me finish with one thing. Hebu nimalizie na kitu kimoja. Because of the gravity of that. Kwa sababu ya uzito wa hiyo. Let me finish with a beautiful thing. Hebu niwalize na kitu cha kupendeza. For those on TV. Kwa wale walio katika runinga. If you turn to the book of 1 Kings chapter 8. katika kitabu cha wafalme wa kwanza mlango wa Because of that. Kwa sababu ya hiyo. When Solomon built the temple. Wakati Sulemani alipolijenga hekalu. He built the temple. Alilijenga hekalu. And when he built the temple of God. Na alipolijenga hekalu la Mungu. Having known what the earth has done. Akishajua kile ambacho Sanduku la agano limefanya. Make sure you give me a finish all this. Hakikisha kwamba unipatie nimalize kwa hii. Don't cut me because this is the key. Usinikatishe maana hii ndio nyeti kabisa. The air time beloved people, right? So you saying, we have more hours, right? We have more hours about that. But let me just finish this. Listen to this down. Sikiza hii sasa. He saying, anasema, Solomon goes and builds the temple. Sulemani anakwenda na kulijenga hekalu. And it is time to go bring the ark of the God of Israel into the temple of the God of Israel. Nani wakati wa kwenda na kulichukua sanduku la agano la Mungu wa Israeli na kulileta katika hekalu Israeli. And then now, alafu sasa, aware of the danger. Akijua hatari. Solomon prepared for more than a year. Solomon alijiandaa zaidi ya mwaka. When they are collecting bulls. Na wanachukua fahali. And lamb na wana kondoo. Okay, but you must focus on this now. Kina mtu mlenge kwa hii sasa. Sasa hii ndio nyeti zaidi. How do you prepare? Unajiandaa vipi? To go meet the Lord face to face. Kwenda kukutana na Mungu uso kwa uso. This is it now. Ndio hii sasa. And he says in the book of first Kings 18 verse 1. Na anasema katika kitabu cha wafalme wa kwanza mlango wa kisha mfalme Solomon akawaita mbele zake huko Yerusalemu wazee na waisraeli viongozi wote wa makabila 
na wakuu wa jamaa za Waisraeli ili walete sanduku la agano la bana kutoka Sayuni mji wa Daudi All the men of Israel came together to King Solomon at the time of the festival in the month of Ephraim the seventh month Wanaume wote wa Israeli wakakusanyika kwa mfalme Solomoni wakati wa siku kuu ya mwezi wa Edanimu ndio mwezi wa saba When all the elders of Israel had arrived the priests took up the ark and they brought it up they brought up the ark of the Lord into the tent of meeting and all the sacred furnishings of it Viongozi wote wa Israeli walipokwisha kufika makuani wakajitwika ilo sanduku la agano wakalipandisha sanduku la bana hema la mkutano and the Levites carried them up and King Solomon gathered about him that the, and King Solomon and the entire assembly of Israel gathered about him where before the ark sacrificing so many sheep and cattle that could never be recorded in history makuhani na walawiwa wakavibeba naye mfalme solomoni pamoja na kusanyiko lote ya izaili waliokusanyika kuzunguka walikuwa mbele ya hilo sanduku wakatoa dhabihu nyingi za kondoo na ngombe ambayo idadi yao haikuweza kuandikwa au kuhesabu mstari wa 63 solomon offered a sacrifice of fellowship offerings to the lord 20000 bulls of cattle and 120000 sheep and goats and they slaughtered so king solomon slaughtered animals that could not be countable and the blood from jerusalem as he slaughtered and slaughtered and slaughtered the river the ocean of blood flowed from jerusalem to the ends of the earth to defeat the greater son of david the messiah whose blood would come and allow you to go except before the lord you can go there now Solomoni alitoa dhabihu na sadaka za amani kwa Bwana mwaka 2022 kondoo pamoja na mbuzi ishirini hivyo basi Solomoni aliashiria ile damu iliyomwafika ikaenda kabisa damu iliyomwafika ilikuwa inaashiria damu ya Yesu ambayo ilikuwa inakuja kukomboa wanadamu wote Hey, hey, you can imagine. Unaweza kuanzia. The ocean of blood na ulazima walikuwa wamesimama ndani ya damu lazima walikuwa wamesimama ndani ya bahari ya damu before the lord of israel waisraeli the king of judah ufalme wa yuda lazima walikuwa wanasema lord wow we have come tumekucha by the blood kwa damu Here we come. Hapa twaja. And standing before the throne. Kusimama mbele ya enzi. In that place. Na katika mahali pale. Solomon talked to God. Solomon yakanena na Mungu. He was able to stand before the Lord. Na kusimama mbele za Bwana. Whether Uzzah had died. Iwe Uzzah alikuwa amekufa. Whether the shepherds were slaughtered. Iwe Betemesho alikuwa amechinjwa. Asdod slaughtered. Asdod wamechinjwa. Many suffered. Wengi wameteseka. By the blood. Lakini kwa damu. The ocean of blood. Bahari ya damu. Jerusalem and reaching Amsterdam na kufika Amsterdam and still flowing na bado inatirika and reaching Brussels na kufika Brussels and still flowing na bado 
And if you follow and first week chapter 8 you hear now Solomon is able to come and the Lord whenever these people again defy you disobey you and sin against you and you close the skies over them and they come here under these circumstances When they cry to you When you are thrown in heaven You shall listen to them And open heaven over them again Look at the open heavens in the church The glory in the church Because of the blood The blood The blood of Jesus the blood of the Lamb. Why the blood? Why damu? Only by the blood. Ni kwa damu tu. By the blood. Ni kwa damu. Can this church? Ambapo hili kanisa mbele zake Bwana. In front of the throne. Mbele ya enzi. The golden throne. With emerald, carnelian, chrysolite, diamond, the brilliant, glorious throne of glory, the throne of power. And Isaiah cried, and asked, How is it possible? that somebody unclean like me can come before the throne and there is seraphim 
they preached the gospel of the blood and they went to the altar for sacrifice and pulled out the blood by fire and touched his lips and they said now you can stand you have been justified because your sin has been taken away the Messiah is coming prepare the way in China prepare the way in America in Burundi everywhere the Messiah is coming those who want to receive the Lord lift up your hands before I step out my son JJ it is true we will have Thank you. thank you so much you care so much about the prophet Lord. I bless you eternally for that today I have blessed you with the eternity today I repent and turn away from sin and receive you Lord Jesus in my heart Moyoni Mwangu as my Lord Kama Bwana Wangu and Savior Na Mwokozi please forgive me Tafadhali nisamehe Precious Jesus Yesu wadamani Please remember me. Tafadhali nikumbuke in your kingdom of glory. Katika ufalme wako wa utukufu. In the mighty name of Jesus. Katika I am born again. Leo. Nimeogoka. Call upon the name of the Lord and be saved. Let, let my both of you, we're starting with John Holmes, real quick, real quick in one second, I'm stepping out.